What's up, bikers? I'm Robert. This is the Biker Bar Podcast live stream. Holy shit, my camera makes me look red as hell right now. I, I feel like if you guys were watching, or those of you that are watching this live, I definitely look like I've been in Hawaii for like a week, but I haven't. So here we are. Episode 119, a little day, a day late this week. It is what it is. The lady was leaving out of town. So uh wanted to spend some time with her. And uh here we are, man. It doesn't even matter. You know what? The new, the new leaf that I've been turning into 2022. Man, I had to think about what year it is. <laughs> the new leaf that I'm turning is not giving AF about whether or not this shows on Sunday nights every time. So I used to be really strict with that. And I noticed that sometimes it wouldn't be playing to my advantage to getting guests. So here we are, Monday night. And uh, well, let's see how it goes. Oh, the normal things. Dude, so the other day I was I was thinking about my spiel at the beginning of this and how I'm always telling you guys about how I want to quit my job and all this and that and the other. And I want you guys to support me. And um, every once in a while, some of you guys do that. And I really appreciate everybody that swings by Patreon and does that. And I decided, let's be real, man. I've been doing this for like a long time now and I still haven't quit my job. So it doesn't seem like that's the support I'm looking for. The support I need is keep beer in my fridge and make the Patreon not make me accept that I need to like get sponsorships from other people. I really want to just be sponsored by you guys because then I can do whatever I want. Drop all the fuck bombs I want. I can drink all the beer I want. I can say stupid shit. You guys can just cancel if you guys don't like it anymore. So that's the thing. That's what that's what we're going for here. And uh, if you guys want to help out in that, you know what? It, it's as little as a buck a month, five bucks a month. You know, somebody just signed up the other day, 25 bucks a month. That's sweet. I really appreciate that. I wish I remember the dude's name right now because that would have probably been something good to write down. But apparently I'm not good at planning ahead. That's why I do a live podcast so I can just say whatever the hell comes to my mind. And that's that. <sighs> if you guys don't want to spend any money, go to Patreon. I don't, don't go to Patreon. That's that's probably not the way to not spend any money. But you can subscribe for free. You can thumbs up for free. You can go to Instagram for free. You can go to Facebook for free. And I even started uploading to TikTok. So now you can also go to TikTok for free. That's like how many freaking platforms could you possibly want for free? And all I'm asking is one of them. You just throw me a dollar. So, <laughs> all right. I've had enough of this. I'm bringing this dude on. <laughs> How's it going, man? What's up, Robert? <laughs> Not much, dude. I'm just over here begging for change on the corner, man. <laughs> How you been? Good, man. Good. Dude, just... the other day, oh man, I'm just gonna bitch like right out the gate here. The <laughs> other day, I so I add these overlays that are that were that's like all this pretty shit around our pictures. Yeah. And last week when I was on with the the Fife lady, um, I uploaded both of the freaking overlays because I have one that has our names on it. I have another one that says sponsored by, and it like points up to the corner so you can see his Patreon. And um, I did it a hundred percent. I know I did it with you for with yours today, and uh, it's not there. And that was the same thing that happened with her. Oh my god! So you're kidding. <laughs> this is. I have to get this off of my mind because if I don't say this shit out loud, I just think about it the whole time we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead. Let's talk about you, man. How's it going? <laughs> Good, man. Just uh, surviving until it gets hot. Yeah. Enjoying where, where the cooler live? weather. 
So I'm in Palm Springs, California. Palm Springs. Oh, so yeah, like I, super SoCal. Yeah, yeah. I saw Willie Nelson in Palm Springs once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you listen to this podcast. I think it was on the podcast I was talking about a couple weeks yep. ago. I think I just listened to that one last week or this week. Oh, right on, dude. Well, thanks for listening, dude. And thanks for being a Patreon. Of course. That's rad. Wait, wait, See? Oh, look at that. He's got I the letter. I just got it. The handwritten letter. Dude, this is another thing I'm gonna we're gonna play. Let's see how many things Robert can bitch about on one podcast. But first, let's talk about this beer I'm drinking. It's called Running with Scissors. Isn't that freaking great? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's an IPA. I wonder if it's a double or a triple or something like that. That, that probably I, uh, would make sense why you were running with scissors. But I uh, I started on a uh, screwball whiskey because of everyone else in our little like mountain bike group. Oh really? And it's I don't like whiskey, but this is damn good. Really? That's what you're drinking in that cup? Mm-hmm. I have, I've never been a whiskey person except for there was a few live streams where I had this Jeremiah weed whiskey that was like uh it was uh what was it? sarsaparilla it tastes exactly like those little root beer candies from when you were a kid nice except for it's fucking whiskey and that's <laughs> like a big problem especially when you tell people that you'll do a shot for twenty dollars and apparently all these people on the internet got money <laughs> <laughs> it so like, uh, what was it bobo and uh doing the the cookie you just brought your volume sandwich. like way down i'm sure i did that yeah, you did. I can't hear you for shit now. Sorry. Uh, I had uh, someone in the chat was saying my gain was super high, and I know I've had like that problem in the now. issue. You need somewhere in between the two of those that you just did. How about now? How about a little bit higher? How about now? I'm, I'm happy. How about how about you guys on the chat? Are you guys happy? Let's see what they say. But <laughs> Oh, man. Here we go. Sweet. Let's go ahead and see that. See how long it takes till people start complaining. And as long as they're, they're not complaining, then we're good to go. Sounds good. So yeah, Screwball is like a, it's a peanut butter whiskey and it's, oh. it's super smooth. It's super good. Like my, my wife does, I can't even get her to drink a beer and she'll go back and go for sips on this. Really? Does it really taste like peanut butter? Or is that like just yeah. one of those things that they No, it really tastes like peanut butter. Really? Yeah. I have these, do you ever, uh, you know what athletic greens are? I think so. It's like basically like, a whole shitload of vegetables like blended up into a fiber like a, a like into like a sawdust all right and then you're supposed to drink it to like get a like all the vitamins from the vegetables right okay so and just like any any other health food like there's like a billion freaking reviews on amazon about like how it changed their life like it cured cancer and all this and that <laughs> and so like i get on joe rogan talks about this like I think it's actually the brand is actually called athletic green greens, but okay. they're like crazy expensive. So I get online to look for them. I'm like, fuck that. I ain't paying that much. And uh, so of course you can go to Amazon, right? You start looking around and yeah. I find this one seems like a good, like a good replacement. And uh, I'm reading the reviews and they're like, Oh man, it's like a, like a, like a sweet breath of, of summer air and hints of melon and blah, 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 all this stuff. You're like, man, this stuff sounds awesome. I can't wait to drink it. I am a hundred percent not lying. It tastes exactly what you would think the bottom of your lawnmower tastes like. Like if you just broke off one of those pieces of grass and just stuck in your mouth and started chewing on it, that's what it tastes like. So what's worse that? Or the uh, what did Josh love the uh, that beer that was not alcoholic? Oh, Josh is so wrong with that one. 
<laughs> we'll put it this way. I drink the athletic greens, but I do mix them with some other things. So I guess Josh's beer is worse because I just like spit that out. I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah, that's seltzer. It's like all that seltzer stuff that everybody likes. Do you like that stuff? I I, I like sparkling water, but I won't yeah, I won't seltzer. do like the the actual um the seltzer alcoholic stuff. I yeah. I I think you gotta give up your man card if you do that. Yeah, I don't like this, the water either. I don't like anything that has that bubbly water in it at all. I love it. Oh, man, I can't do it at all. <laughs> My lady has like freaking like stock in the, one of those companies. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's one of the little blue bottles you see all over the place. Man, she's always drinking those things, and uh, I can't do it. I, I just cannot do it. So anyway, so you're down in SoCal, yeah. and uh, apparently you got, you got man, you, you have the backdrop that's like rivaling mine right now <laughs> everybody usually gets on and is like commenting about my background it's either you or like i think maybe when bkxe's is pretty solid yeah who uh, else is? joe's joe's is definitely that's who i was thinking of that's pretty pretty much it man i can't think anybody else is, that's that's just put together in the background what made you decide you wanted to uh, to start doing a youtube channel you know, I've always had GoPros, like GoPro 2 or GoPro 3, the 4, and I wanted to act when I had those, I never was doing anything that would actually be worthy of actually making that content. So finally, when I got back into mountain, when I got into mountain biking, I was like, all right, cool. This is awesome. I'll get a GoPro so I can record my rides. And then I started riding with my son up in our local trails using the Mac ride and I would record those videos because those things are those videos are I'm never going to forget. Those are just going to be amazing because I have one camera pointing forward and another camera pointed on him. So you mm -hmm. just see his giggling, his his smile. And it's just it, it was that's what I wanted to do it for originally. Yeah, priceless. And uh, very, so so that's what made you decide to start doing YouTube. Yeah, I think that in the like I said, I always wanted to do video and i have a photography background i mean I, I used to shoot weddings and stuff like that back in the day and i always wanted to get into video and i thought this was a great way of doing it there you go yeah well there he <laughs> then so you're like man i did this for the kids and next thing you know you're doing a fork review <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i um i the, one of the very first videos that i edited that i was like really happy with it's actually the first video that's on my channel you can still go back and look at it it's like a, a little video i did with me and the kids riding bikes nice that, um, you know and that 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 footage i wish i would have took more of it when they were younger so good for you if you're still doing it i try to yeah yeah how'd you get into riding so i actually lived in a spot where i didn't know it at the time but there was just that's where like the hub of mountain bike trails were. And I knew I wanted to get into mountain biking. And eventually I just said, screw it and went and bought a bike mm -hmm. and just started riding. I mean, I, I grew up doing motocross and dirt biking every weekend racing. So uh, everything just kind of came naturally. Yeah. 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 I always wish I had more of a moto background. There's a girl that rides in our group that's got a moto background and she just freaking goes out and sends it like right out the, right out the gates. and. I think it's, you know, they get used to those big jumps and stuff like that. And so you get on a bike and you're like, yeah, whatever. You know, I never, I still can't, I do okay jumping, but like I've gone to the track a couple of years ago 
and I'd hit some of the bigger jumps and I'd get on the mountain bike and I'd go a way smaller jump and go, I'm not doing that. It's like, yeah. wait, wait, this doesn't make any sense. I just did a, a bigger jump on a dirt bike, but yeah, I'm not going to do something smaller on a mountain bike. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Of, what do you think that reason is? I think it's just the fact that you can, uh, you can control your speed a lot better on the dirt bike. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, I think part of it's also the weight of the bike. You know how it's, it's a little bit more predictable. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's really interesting to, to think of. Huh. You still moto? Yeah, actually. Going yeah. Uh, camping this weekend. Oh, sweet. So, like, what do you like to do on that? Like, just like kind of trail riding kind of stuff or like? Uh, mostly, or... mostly desert riding. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just fun to kind of point a direction and just go and just explore. It's, I think that's my favorite thing is just going out and exploring. Yeah. I really like that aspect of mountain biking. So whenever I'm riding a lot and uh, it seems like you don't get that like exploration, you know, cause you're riding a lot of the stuff that you know, Yeah. a lot, you know what I mean? So you don't, and, and then the more that you've ridden in your area, the less that you get to like go out and do that exploratory thing. So. It's definitely a fun part of it, though. Well, hey, man, I'm sure, I'm sure you did quite a bit exploring when you did, what, 300,000 feet of climbing last year? Yeah. Yeah, Congrats that's Congrats on that, man. That's awesome. That Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I don't have a clue how this year is going to pan out, man. I really don't. We'll, we'll see how, how it ends up. I, like, I feel like I was riding more last year, but... I'm, I'm not exactly sure. You know what I mean? I've been really struggling with my motivation lately. You ever go through that? Yeah. Um, right now, I wish I could mountain bike more, but I've been uh, just riding to work every day to kind of help ease off the, the whole gas thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in the last... I did the math. Like, between mountain biking and, and the, the road biking, I've done, like, 430 miles in the last, like, 30 days. Oh, right on, man. That's awesome. But how I, far I, is your, your ride to work? Uh, it's about 30 to 40 minutes, about 11 miles one way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am slightly cheating. I picked up a, I did the math and I was like, I can get an electric road bike for less than what I'm paying in gas by a significant amount. I was like, I'm just going to go get this bike. Oh, really? And that's that's been part of it just because I wanted to be able to get home fast. Uh-huh. And that, that was the important thing, because I don't want to take 50 minutes to get home mm-hmm. when it would normally take like 25. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, I used to commute on my bike to work. And it was like 15 or 16 miles. I think it was like 16 miles. And uh, it was a little bit over an hour, right around an hour. But um, the traffic, it sometimes would be a crapshoot, man. Do yeah. You know I mean? Like sometimes you know that same drive could be 20 minutes sometimes that drive could be an hour so but i just looked at it as like for me when i bought the bike originally i just it's pretty flat around here so i bought this uh this just a single speed it was like 400 400 bucks 500 bucks something like that and um i just looked at it as like if i ride to and from work then i i can drink more beer and not feel bad (laughs) right (laughs) it really had yeah, it really had zero like zero, <laughs> zero like positive anything, I guess, that you could say about it. I just was, like purely about, oh, I guess I could drink more beer and not feel as guilty. So. Right. 
yeah. I think one of my favorite things on this bike is it doesn't look like an e-bike. So uh -huh. like most people would never know. And it's fun to like, like I, I do road biking too, but like I've come up on like the group rides that are going around here on this thing and just like flew by them with like big old wide mountain bike flat bars and just yeah. bye bye. That's funny. That's usually the giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what kind of bike is it? It's a, uh, one of the ride one up bikes, the roadster. Uh -huh. I never even heard of them. Is that like a bigger brand or? I don't think so. One of my local shops had it. So, uh huh. Would that set you back? Or, I mean, is the wife listening? Maybe we shouldn't say. No, that. she knows. She, I, I did the math <laughs> with her. I, I got it at a deal because I'm friends with the bike shop. So, oh, but normally cool. it was like a grand normally. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then it probably like somebody said in the comments about, you know, they're saying that here, I'll just pull it up. What the hell? That's we got this fancy shit for it, right? <laughs> Mediocre mountain biker says biking to get to work is a balance of getting there in a decent amount of time and getting and not getting there as a big sweaty mess, which which is true. Fortunately, both the jobs that I've had in the last few years uh, had showers at work. So nice. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that like I had to drive for work the other day and I had to go do a bunch of errands for work as well. And I didn't realize how much I was when I was riding, it was just so peaceful. But when I drove, I was just cursing left and right because our drivers out here are awful. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I wish I was on my bike right now. Like this would have yeah, been a yeah. lot more peaceful. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely, you know, it's a good, I think, you know, it's, well, they say, you know, all the endorphins from exercising and stuff like that's really good for your, for your mental state. That's why I, I mean, even mountain biking, I call it single track therapy. You know, I, I printed out some stickers because I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You made some single track therapy stickers? <laughs> yeah. All right. How are you, are you, are you getting them made from somewhere? Or are you making them yourself? No, I, I picked up one of the, the Creek cut or the silhouette portraits, the one that uh, okay. Seth did a video on. I had wanted to do videos or uh, stickers for like the longest time. And I was like, screw it. I'm just going to pull the trigger. Yeah. That's, that's how I did all like this. Uh huh. And what's cool is it's all like glow in the dark. So when the lights are off, it just still glows. Oh, nice. That's just a vinyl, a certain vinyl you bought? Yeah. Man, I went down that freaking rabbit hole. <laughs> and I didn't, you know what? When I saw Seth's video, first of all, there was a bunch of shit he did wrong that irritated me. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was like, freaking keyboard monster in him because I'm on his Patreon. I'm like, what yeah. the hell, man? But uh, it probably didn't come off like that, but that's how I felt. And uh <laughs> And then I, I thought to myself, why the hell did I not make that video? I didn't even think that that would be like fun for people to watch. And now I'm like, well, now if I make it, everybody's gonna be like, it's just biting off Seth. Well, I mean, but if you really look what at, I'm gonna uh, be doing is correcting that son of a gun. <laughs> I mean, if, like one of the reasons I would do stickers too was the Mahalo My Dude video. Mm -hmm. And if you look at their video, it, it went crazy. Yeah, they did do that video a long time ago. Perfect time, quarantine. Yeah, right? Yeah, that, that it was when they did it, huh? Mm-hmm. So, um, are you digging the machine? Do you feel like you got the right one? I, I wish I would have got the bigger one, to be honest. Yeah. For one reason, this one only does like uh, eight and a half wide, mm -hmm. and any roll you buy is eleven or twelve. Yeah. So it's like oh, I gotta cut it down and like put it on the the thing to cut it down. I just wish I had one where I could just feed in the roll. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the see. This is the problem that I went through. I went through buying the cricket, or sorry, um, <laughs> <or laughs> I started reading shows. I know, freaking Joe. Um, I I was really like in between the cricket or buying like more of a professional grade um, cutter. So like um, I don't know, like a Roland or something like that, because you okay. can just buy the rolls, you know, from like all the legitimate places that you know would would do that then you can yeah. also just do it like like cut by the roll you, you know what i mean so you like drop the program in there and if it's freaking 20 feet long then it, it'll cut 20 feet long you know what i mean yeah but uh yeah i don't know for me like the biggest thing was like just get something and then actually get some experience on it and yeah. then decide whether or not i really think that uh that i wanted to keep doing it but I, I think it was, I think it was actually like, I've done a lot with mine, man. I've, I've, the shirt I'm wearing right now, this is the, the, uh, shitty lines factory race team <laughs> <laughs> on the back. It says slow house. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I made, I've made a bunch of shirts, made a bunch of stickers and like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's been a fun thing to like do some creating, creating with, but yeah. Um, unfortunately I, I, it's just like a rabbit hole man it's like when i first got into youtube yeah you know you just start su sucking all your time up with it i wanted you shirts i haven't i haven't gotten that far yet yeah i mean it, it looks i mean it looks like the same you just have to have uh an iron to kind of put it on right i tried it with the iron and the iron sucks man okay <laughs> <laughs> so but cricket sells this thing i think it's like 130 bucks or something like that it looks like a, a big square iron okay and then it has like a like you can buy this little ironing pad i don't know if you really need that or not but anyways what that does is it's like super like the the heat is very well nice. distributed across yeah it. nice and even yeah and then then it's like only this little like 12 by 12 inch square thing that you have to store instead of like going out and buying like a legitimate like heat press yeah so um yeah that actually has been really fun man it's been really fun like making shirts and because my idea with it was kind of like with the, the the cricket with the stickers is the same thing it's like i i'm a person that really does best by like seeing things in person yeah and so i can prototype some stickers and then when i'm going to get them like printed for my patreon or whatever then i can send them to sticker and get them printed same thing with shirts so i can make some shirts i can decide how big i like the logo where I like it at. And yeah. then at that point I can upload it to my director garment website and then have them ready for everybody. But cause sometimes I'll order some shirts. I'll be like, man, this design's sick as hell, dude. And I go through the whole <laughs> process of like having them sent from the, the other joint, you know, the place that actually makes my shirts. And by the time I get it, I'm like, I look at it, I'm like, this looks like, this looks stupid when I'm wearing it. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I did that. Some, some things just look cool whenever you're looking at them on a computer. You know? Yeah, I did that. And I was like, oh, this is going to look great. And I got it, like the logo took up like the whole front. And I was like, oh, that was stupid. What did I right? do that for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, the only thing I can complain about those websites, man, here we go. This, this is what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> is you do like, that, I'm going to beer. Yeah, sure. You would think that they would have a better way to lay the the logo on the shirt that they're like previewing previewing you. Yeah. So that it actually came that way. Because I can't tell you how many shirts 
the main reason that I order my shirts before I put them up on Patreon or my website or whatever is I can't tell you how many I've gotten. It's like on the website, the logo looks like it's perfect. And then you get it and it's like written underneath your neck. You know, it's like, <laughs> or it's like halfway down across your belly instead of like in the middle of your chest. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? So anyways, nice. let's, let's talk about bikes. What are you riding? So I ride a uh, intense primer. Uh, you'll love this, the 27.5 wheel version. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I might be falling off the bandwagon. I don't know what's happening. Dude, I, I love the 29er when I, when I had the chance to ride that bike. I can't say I love the 29er, but I really like the idea of the mullet. And yeah. I've heard, and I've, you know, obviously I'm a Santa Cruz Bronson fan, right? And yeah. they, changed, they changed a new one to the mullet. And uh, I just, every review I, I watch, it's the same thing. They're like, man, this bike is freaking dialed. They, they knocked it out of the park. And people that I know that have just ridden it, that like to ride, you know, ride different bikes or whatever, they all say the same thing. Like everybody says the same thing. And, um, I, I didn't think that my version two Bronson could get any better. And then when I started riding the version three one, I was like, wow, they really freaking killed it. So with that in mind, I'm like, I'm just buying the freaking V4. <laughs> I made it in my mind just the other day. So anybody listening to this podcast, like four or five months from now, whenever I'm like, it's a new bike day, best you guys don't know what I'm getting. <laughs> well, hey, that's an opportunity for you guys to go on Patreon, sign up for Robert so that you can help him get this new bike. Right, that would be awesome. <laughs> Only they like need like nineteen thousand more of you guys, and then I'll be freaking solid. <laughs> or you see the viral video. Yeah, that would be good, huh? What do you need? Like a million views? You can make like twenty grand or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, my uh, my review of the the intense nine five one bike is up to two hundred and thirty five thousand. Jesus. Everybody in the freaking YouTube community has a banger video. I don't have any banger videos. Hey, you know what? I will, I, right now, I will say I attribute that success partially to Shane because he gave me the original title for that video and that's what made it take off. You think so? Oh, 100%. Dude, the well, you have to have a good thumbnail. Yeah. And you have the good title. So it's not just the title. Well, I mean, the title was part of it because it was, uh, this Costco bike has me sold. Uh huh. And that's, that's just what what sold it is people saw like oh look this is an expensive looking mountain bike in the thumbnail right and they're like it's a costco bike it's like okay yeah let's check it out ah uh, yeah that is you know i haven't watched that video <laughs> what's your retention look like uh that one's actually not that great just because it's been pushed out to everybody uh-huh it's like 30 percent yeah but, but anyway, like, it's, a, it's a longer people, video how long are people like make making it through it though probably like three minutes three, i think three minutes. and a half that's not too bad yeah but still that's a lot of views man yeah so like you're basically quitting your job right no <laughs> <laughs> you know i've actually wanted to ask you this what do you think you always talk about the big youtube uh, dump truck money or the money uh -huh. uh, dump truck what do you think that is what what's that number for you the youtube dump truck of money oh, yeah like if I was being like seriously thinking about like what like what would be the amount of money that I'd have to make to like quit do quit my job or something? Well, just like what what do you think that that dump truck would be? Well, I mean the dump truck. Like if we're talking about a dump truck of money, <laughs> man, 
that thing would be like, dude, this video went nuts, like 50 million views. And I show up with like freaking like, and here is, you know, $4.5 million or something like that. Like that's what, that's, that's the dump truck. But when I'm making the joke all the time, I think it's just more along the lines of like, people really think that YouTube videos make a shit ton of money. You know, like, especially if you've been around for a while. So yeah. I think, you know, people probably listen to me going on and on about, you know, hey, help me out, join my Patreon. And they're like, look at this dude. He's riding all these fucking badass bikes. He's got, you know, all this stuff and this camera and this and that and the other. I don't think I've ever had a YouTube check more than $200 for a month. Really? Yeah. My, Maybe... I uh, maybe actually whenever live streaming first came out, I think I had a couple of months where it was like eight, 800 bucks, but that was mostly because when I, when live streaming first came out, man, people were throwing super chats. Like it was freaking like, nice. Like, like, like they were like, like Steve, Is like they were it was? It was just club, like Steve. man. Huh? It's just like Steve spokesman MTB, just like super chat, super chat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just wham. Just, just going back, going to town. So those days are over. So, now I'm just on here begging for a dollar on Patreon. <laughs> or you can do $5, get a handwritten note and some cool stickers. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, you know, what, 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 do you think, what do you think of that? Dude, that's awesome. The fact that you take the time to seriously write out a handwritten note. I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. And I... I um. I really appreciate the people that are on there. So I feel like, you know, <laughs> we're just getting, for those of you guys listening, the reason we're laughing is because spokesman MTV is just dropping super chats up there. We're going to have to pay attention to that for a minute. Um, anyways, but I, I like, I, I really enjoy all the people that support me, you know what I mean? And like spokesman who just dropped super chat. I mean, that means a lot. And um, like taking the time, even though it's a pain in the ass and sometimes it's, it's like, you feel like you're writing the same letter over and over and over and over and over again, which I am generally yeah. like, you know, but at the end of the day, like, I think that means a lot, man, that oh, somebody's willing, willing to like take their hard earned money and actually support some dude they don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, for what, for product that's free, you know? Yeah. So I think that's rad. It deserves me. It, 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 it deserves for me to sit down and write a letter. So, that's my pitch, I guess. Nice. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do on your Patreon? Uh, start writing letters now. <laughs> nothing. I, I mean, honestly, I have it, but I've never pushed it, and I've never yeah. had anyone even sign up. Mm. I mean, honestly, like, I'm, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I'm still kind of smallish in a sense where I have mm -hmm. like 2,200 subscribers, but mm -hmm. but I feel like that doesn't mean a lot because I, literally on Sunday, I went to uh, Adam Mock's group ride. And mm -hmm. I think he's at, he just surpassed like a thousand subscribers not that long ago. Mm -hmm. Dude, we showed up for the group ride and it was 50, 60 people deep for him. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, dude, Adam, like, did you know all these people were going to be here? He's all, no. <laughs> I was expecting <laughs> like 12 people. I was like, uh, dude, this is awesome. That's super rad. That's, that's a really good turnout. Does he yeah. have a good, like really good social, like Instagram or something like that? Uh, decent, but I mean, it's just the community came together and just came out to support him. That's, that's that was really awesome. Rad. 
the hikers yeah. hated us that's for sure oh yeah no. we can't get rid of the, them so. no that's really good you know there's a lot of like this is the thing first of all let me first address you thinking you're too small for a patreon you're not too small for patreon i think i've told a boatload of people when they were small like what's the matter set it up yeah if one person if one person is the one that wants to support you then then it was worth the time you know because think yeah. about how many videos you've done that made like 97 cents and they probably took a lot longer than it took you to set up your patreon yeah you know and and usually what i would tell people that when they're starting is like they're like oh i don't have you know extra work there or something that i could do then it doesn't matter like you just tell people like that's what it is hey swing by here and support me if you want to support me and then later if you feel like you have something extra you can offer it then you can offer it yeah but i think at the at the end of the day most people don't give a shit about what you're offering they're really there to like actually support you yeah i mean at least that's what i've noticed because i i can put my video like one of my like things is like extra content i'll make an extra an extra video and out of like the 200 people i have on patreon like five views it'll be like 15 views <laughs> you know it's like it's not even worth the time like let quote unquote worth the time for me to make the video but i i make the videos just because it's like oh well this is fun and i'm not going to put it on on youtube or i can just be like super quick with the edit you know where it's just like hey here's me and my friends just dropping a bunch of f-bombs and no sweet music and not putting a lot of time into the voiceover like just playing the video and talking through over top of it or something you know and, yeah um and i think that's cool and if it's only 15 people that watch it right on but like like i said that's like one of the reasons where i i think that people don't care they're really they honestly are really there just to support you yeah so. I, I think that the personality goes a long way yeah yeah, I don't know how the hell I'm getting anybody on Patreon then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But anyways, what what kind of beer did you get into? I have a uh, Firestone Mine Haze Citrus Cyclone. Oh, there you go. I, wait, there we go. I've been hooked on this variety pack from them, and it just has a whole bunch of, like, fruity IPAs in it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I bought that, like, eight weeks in a row now. It's just, like, so good, so refreshing. Oh, nice. I am. I can't do that. I, I, I couldn't. I don't think I could talk myself into buying a variety pack. I'm such a creature of habit. It's so hard for me to walk into a place when there's like none, no beers that I'm already accustomed to. I'm like, now I have to pick a new one. <laughs> it's like better. Like I'm fine with when my buddies come over, they have whatever beers. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll drink that. But if I'm buying it, oh, my God, there's no way. You ever had someone bring over a sour beer and you didn't know it was a sour beer? Yeah, they usually sit in my fridge for a long <laughs> freaking time, dude. As a matter of fact, I actually just took like four or five of them out. But somebody had brought like a, I think it was like they have those little cardboard six packs from, from Sierra Nevada. Okay. Somebody brought one of those over that was like their, it's like a pink box. It's like a, some sour that they have. In my opinion, completely horrible. And, uh, <laughs> They were in my fridge for probably six months. And some oh, man. Um, some people that I know that I ride with, they were like, oh, man, we love these because they were having them at, after their ride. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to bring those next time because I'm tired of looking at them in my fridge. My, uh, my brother-in-law bought one and brought it camping with us one time. He's like, dude, taste this. This doesn't seem right. And I'm like, no, that's definitely not right. And this is like first one like sour beers just started. And it's like, 
this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like this must be bad or something. Yeah. Like not He's even just screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's good. So tell me about this uh, fork project that you did on a, on a video on lately. Uh, the wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun and a huge pain in the ass. Uh -huh. <laughs> it uh, I just wanted so funny enough, like I have the orange fork from Fox uh -huh. and my wife's just like, it doesn't match your bike. I was like, OK, I guess I'll wrap it. I'll make a video out of it. Yeah. So that's what I did. I uh, I attempted to wrap it and definitely was by far not a how to video. I just kind of wanted to show what I did. And overall, it looks great if you're like three to four feet away from it. Uh-huh. Otherwise you look close and you can see like all the like little patchwork of like trying to oh, get yeah. everything. Cause you get down to like the bottom of the lowers and then the, the crown or the, uh, towards the top and just trying to hit all those angles. Yeah. It's just a nightmare. Huh. Yeah. I don't know how those guys do that stuff. My, my buddy, uh, Richard, he has a vinyl company. He does all the stickers and stuff like that. And they do wraps as well. And, I don't know. I don't have the kind of patience for that stuff. I started messing around with this. So like I wanted to kind of like spruce up my pro frame. So I did the wrap on the side and then final cut the back. Right on. It's got so his name on there. A little MTB rad dad. That's, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That looks like way too much effort for me. <laughs> Why didn't you do the top? I just hadn't gotten that far to be honest. Lazy. Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, I thought you had another video. I thought, what's the last video you have? Uh, oh, that was the uh, the budget air fork. Yeah, tell me the, about that. So it's not bad, but I definitely it's definitely not no fox fork. That's for sure. It's um, it's my wife. I kind of like honestly. I fully borrowed the idea from Evan, the mountain uh -huh. bike saga. I was like, I'm gonna take my wife's bike, which know. is a just like a basic $400 hardtail from Dick's. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to throw a whole bunch of parts at it. Okay. And it's just like continually going through each video of like upgrading the parts. And when we did the, uh, the fork, man, it made a world of difference to that bike, but it's definitely not a really good fork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I mean, it's typical with mountain biking, right? You get yeah. What you pay for. I mean, it's, it's definitely way better than, you know, your stock like coil fork. Mm -hmm. And it definitely lightened up the bike by like two and a half pounds, which was huge. Yeah. I think that like um, there, there's a huge market of people on YouTube that want to know about that stuff. Yeah. And I don't think there's a lot of creators that do that content. You uh, know, Evan's always talking about like a wolf tick. They uh -huh. seem to be like all about that budget stuff. Yeah, there's a few channels. I'm not saying that they're they're, but it's definitely not like it, it's. I don't feel like it's represented well enough on YouTube. Like there's still there's still a lot of space there. Yeah, definitely. you know what I mean. Like when Brian first started, and like so when Brian first started his channel, there was a handful of people, you know, and and I I would probably say even I was in that like initial group of people that were that we're making content. But now there's like, there's a billion YouTube channels about <laughs> There is. You know what I mean? Like, like, and there's like guys that are uber successful that I've never, like I'll bump into a channel. It's like, how do I never hear this dude? He's got 50,000 subscribers. Right? Like, first of all, fuck you algorithm. And <laughs> like, that's rad. Let me reach out to this guy, you know? 
you know, that that's kind of how I felt about Evan. I was like, I never like when I, I only heard through the Slack group and we uh -huh. started talking, like looking at his channel, I was like, you, you grew so fast and you're at like 25,000 subscribers within like a year and a half. It's like, yeah, dude, it took me like three and a half years to get to a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe me. I know, I know, I know how it feels growing slow, man. <laughs> if I could only freaking get subscribers as well as I can grow hair, dude, <laughs> that'd be solid, dude. That dumb truck load of money be showing up right now. But uh, yeah, it's fun though. It's it's definitely it's a good time, and you know, I think you like you were talking about with your kids, you get to document some of your life. I think that part's really yeah. rad. Lately, I've been doing this thing where I'm looking at my old videos and instead of being like, instead of being all upset about the production quality of the video, now I'm irritated about how shitty of a writer I was. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a video idea for that. I wanted to take like a clip from when I first started riding on one trail uh -huh. and when like, just like a few weeks ago on the same trail, it's uh -huh. just like a side-by-side -side shot of comparison. It's like, holy crap i was slow <laughs> yeah yeah that's probably part of the video that like that's almost like nailing one of the concepts that i had for for my for uh, a certain trail in my area because um the first time i wrote it was just it, it was pathetic i mean and the video was meant like meant to show how pathetic i was as well yeah so i guess it did a good job of that <laughs> but um yeah it's just um it's crazy it's i've definitely advanced a ton in the last couple of years and that was you, definitely not what i was expecting to do when i started my channel you know i, I got mean? a question for you yeah do you still feel that now that you've lost the weight it ha has it made you a better writer i've had this conversation a couple of times and i know uh, i personally don't think it has i think it I, has. I huh i think it has yeah, I speaking from experience. Yeah, for me, I think the only reason I'm a better rider is because I've been riding a lot more. So, like, I have this, I forget, I think it was Paul the Punter was talking about doing a, a, a video with a weight jet vest on. Yeah. And I have the vest sitting over here freaking do ready it. for me to go out there and make the video. I also do it have before like, it gets hot. Oh man. I, <laughs> knowing me, I'm going to wait until it's going to be the worst possible time to do it. And then I'm going to yeah. go for it. But, um, I, the thing is, is like, I have in like on my, my freaking, I have a little bit of a video folder, my GoPro folder mm -hmm. that I put my edits in and then I work through them and then I move them to like where my, my storage is. Yeah. And, uh, I've got like four or five videos in there right now I need to edit. So I can't go film. Like, this is the problem. I keep going out filming fun stuff and then I'm not editing it. So yeah. I need to actually edit. That was I my have, plan this, today and I didn't get to it. I probably have like three or four videos that are like B-rolls done. The installation videos are done. The script's written. I just haven't filmed it or edited it. The mm -hmm. actual A-roll. So I, I feel you on that one. That, so how's your process? That's what that's what you do. You like you write first, or how do you how do you go through making a video? Now it's I've definitely changed a lot. I I used to do a lot of like POV videos, but honestly, I I, I feel like nobody cares about those. So yeah. I I pivoted a lot to 
more like review style videos and now we're doing the more like the upgrade series videos uh-huh. and with those i've been i really tried to write the script beforehand and then i'll go in and i'll do like let's say one of the upgrade videos um i'll do the install video or sorry i'll uh, i'll film all the installation i'll go do the ride i'll come back and i'll, I'll start writing down my thoughts and for a script and build the script Mm-hmm. and then uh, do any B-roll that I need to do and then just start throwing it together into a story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, I've, I film it and then make it up as I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally writing the script, like whatever my voiceover is, almost like line for line as I'm editing. Like, hey, you're good at that though. Sometimes I, I, I'll just like, I'll start the edit and I'll write down like, I don't know, like, let's just say like a paragraph worth of like shit that I want to say. Let's say we're talking about those versus tires, right? Yeah. And then I record that I'll record the voiceover and then I start just putting the video on top of what, what I'm saying, you know what I mean? And then once I get to the end of that segment, I'm like, oh, I wanted some ride section in there and then I'll throw that in there and then it'll be like, the same thing though again like i'll write another like oh i want to say this and this write two sentences and then i figure out what film to put underneath it all right but like when i first started it was like i would just go ride bike for four hours and then cut it up into whatever i thought was inter- interesting you know yeah and um i don't know you know part of me wants to say that i agree with you that pov is dead but on the other hand i don't know man i mean everybody was upset when like single track sampler stopped like right making all his ride videos because he was like yeah. super upbeat and positive and fun yeah and when he went to that kind of story base people were like rah, rah, rah. yeah but look how better his videos did yeah 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 it's hard to say yeah you know that's the thing man it's always tough like between what people say they enjoy versus what you see actually happen on on your like subscribers and I think part of it is at least for like, let's say BKC, Alex, um, pretty much any other like bigger POV people, you're watching it for them, for their personality, not necessarily for their writing ability. Yeah. Yeah. I think with Brian's, you're watching it to see, like to live vicariously through him. I mean, like Joe, we're not watching for Joe skill. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Just to see what the mustache is doing. That's really yeah. Really I, had a, I had a chance to ride with him when he came down here. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, he's a good guy. He, yeah. He's, um, he's, a re- he's a really good rider, too. Yeah, he tried to kill me a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for the shot, right? Well, no, like we were, we were coming up to if We probably should have given a heads up on the features that were coming up and he fully locked up his brakes and I had to lock up like right behind him. Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. That happens. Yeah. He did that in, uh, apparently that's a thing that he does. Cause I think he did that in it with um, one of MTB. Allen's Allen. Yeah. So I did yeah. that. He did that to me the day before they went to there. Oh see, yeah. So it is a thing for him. <laughs> yeah. That's basically how he's going to try to become a better YouTuber is by taking out the competition. The yeah. Just take him out. <laughs> I, I love Joe. He's a, he's a cool dude. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, um, de- definitely, definitely like him. And uh, I think that his fireside chats are, are great. great. He just needs to take the laptop out of the shot 
and get a fan to blow the smoke away. And then uh, you mean like this this laptop right here? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did that so I could keep the the like the screen closer to kind of where the lens is, so it looks more like I'm looking at the lens. Yeah, I thought you just did it for some cool like depth of field thing or something like that. I thought it looked cool. I was like, man, I need to get a little here. I'm just gonna put my finger in front of the camera a little bit. There you go. That dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so um, how how what was what's the deal with the the background of photography? You said you were shooting weddings and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I uh, so this is gonna be funny. Like when I was working at Albertsons in the grocery department, um, I was working in the meat department, and the dude I worked with was a wedding photographer and he needed mm -hmm. someone to shoot video for him. So I started shooting video for him on like a mini DV tape kind of uh -huh. camcorder. And so the funny thing is, is 99% of the stuff that we shot was all like full on Mexican wedding and quinceaneras. Mm -hmm. So probably like 95% of it was not in English. Yeah. Do you so, speak Spanish? No. Well, that makes editing really interesting. Well, I never had to edit, so that was that was part there of it. There you go. Oh, but that would be that would be like a dream job for me. Just shoot video, don't edit. Well, it's like <laughs> you I had to learn like, okay, this is what's coming up next, this is what's next, this is what next. Yeah. Cuz I don't understand the priest talking anything. Right, right. So I did that and then I got serious into photography and then I that's how I I ended up transferring over to working at a camera store and, and managing that. And bef in between that time, I started shooting my own wedding, stuff like that. I had uh, a friend who I was actually helping second shoot for her for the longest time. And it, I honestly, I loved shooting weddings. I still do. It's uh -huh. just I hate having to book out a date a year from now. Yeah. So it's like I can't go do something that comes up. I've, I already have plans. I have to go shoot this wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I know how that feels. I mean, I run into that a lot with the, with the podcast, you know, yeah. so that's, I think that's why I'm being a little bit more loose with that. Uh, can you bring your, your game down just a little tiny bit? I like keep hearing you breathe a lot. So yeah, I, I gotta figure out the mic placement on that. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. So, um, but we'll see, we'll see how now you're going to be too low. I'm going to be a bitch about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, what was I saying? Shit, now I totally forgot. Uh, photography. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> but I, I, when I got my, I recently, well, not recently at this point now, it's probably, recently in my time, it's probably been like two years now, I think about it, maybe a year. I bought yeah. my first like quote unquote real camera, you know, with a, the fucking lens and shit, you know? And uh, that's really exciting. I really, really enjoy shooting uh like i can understand how people like get sucked into it you know oh yeah and i don't even have a thing i, I remember watching this this youtube video and they were like everybody has you know something that they like to shoot some people like to shoot nature some people like to shoot people some people like to shoot action or whatever man i just like taking pictures of everything yeah you know yeah same and, way yeah and so it's like i'm like man this is just really fun like I, I took my my daughter and one of her friends out. We did like a photo shoot all around town in the like in front of like a bunch of uh, uh, graffiti and stuff. That was really fun. Like nice. we had a great day spending spending you know spending that time together. That's awesome. And, 
And now we have these rad pitchers, you know? Yeah. Like someday she's going to be like 40 looking at those pitchers and like stoked that, you know, we spent that time together, you know? My my biggest complaint is like I go out and I, I shoot a whole bunch of photos and then I come back and I'm like, I'll edit those later. Yeah. And they just like pile up, pile up, pile up. It's like, man, I took a bunch of photos. Like I should probably do something with these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same as the videos, right? Yeah. But sometimes there's bangers, man. You, you just yeah. open it up and you're like, that doesn't even need anything or you just take it and you're like done that's it yeah yeah you just send it right over to instagram drop that filter on it's good enough <laughs> you know screw adobe and all their money <laughs> but no that's what i was talking about earlier i remember while we were talking is uh you were saying about having the date like the calendar filled up a year yeah and with the with the podcast i think part of the reason i'm also being a little looser with the date and the time this year is just because of that. Like every time I get burned out, I get burned out because of, oh no, we can't go on that camping trip because I have to be home by this time on Sunday or, oh no, we're hanging out, having a good time. Sorry, I gotta leave. Or, you, you know, just like always having that, that commitment on your, it, it wouldn't be as big of a deal if that was just my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's, it's the side gig thing. So yep. it's, it's in the time that you're supposed to not be working, you know, and when yeah. you fill it up with all of your off time with some other job, then it doesn't feel like you ever get it off time. You know, I, I had a really good streak of putting out at least one video a week for yeah. like, I think I got up to like 95 to 96 weeks in a row. Wow. And I just got to a point where it's like, I just want to hang out with the family a little bit more. Yeah. So it's like, I don't care if this comes out this week. I'll just finish it when I finish it. Yeah. The first time I burned out on YouTube was exactly that. It was months of doing, I don't remember how many. It was probably two at least, maybe one. I don't know. And a full-time job. And yep. driving the kids to softball and and you know still trying to go mountain biking and whatever else you know that comes up mowing the lawn or something you know and uh i just got to a point where i realized i was spending so much time on that channel or this channel or these channels that um i was really neglecting everybody around me mm -hmm. and even even in in the little bit of time that i had with them all i would talk about is youtube yeah I still, you know, that. so, and yeah, I, I definitely still talk about it a lot. I mean, it's a major part of my life, but yeah. definitely not like, basically I, I couldn't talk about anything other than YouTube. Ad. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, Oh, that's great. Let me talk to you about my channel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Let me talk to you about this camera. That's great. Let me talk to you about this guy I saw on YouTube. You yeah. know, like that, that would, that would be it. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely, um, it's a balancing act, you know? Yeah. Sorry, You're I was just weak. reading one of the chats. You also didn't read the one earlier from um, Evan that said, don't read the chat. <laughs> I know. I read that. I did it. No, that's funny. <laughs> Apparently it didn't sink in, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, where were we? Where were we? Um, See, I asked you a question. You don't even know what it was. Uh, sorry, I, I was also thinking about grabbing another beer. I was out. All right, me too. You go grab a beer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
cover you for a minute while you do that. And then you're going to have to cover me. So anyways, this is the deal. When you edit all the time and you, you film all the time and you don't take any time with your family or your friends, like you just don't, you don't get a break. And whenever you do that, it's definitely going to, it, it's going to wear you out. It's going to wear you like mentally and, and emotionally. And, um, even though you get all this, like, like, uh, what do you call it? Like dopamine or whatever from likes and subscribes and things like that. Eventually, even as good as that feels, it doesn't feel good anymore. It's like being a freaking heroin addict. It's like yeah. at only a certain point you're like, Oh wow. Now I'm just a druggie and <laughs> have this habit, but like, I'm not actually feeling good off, off of it anymore. And instead, like, at least for me, the way I've gone to like a burnout stage several times through, I mean, I've been doing this since like, six years seven first, years yeah it's been a long time somebody asked me the other day and i and i can't do math off the top of my head quickly and i was like 2017 i'm pretty sure 2017 is when i started yeah that's a long freaking time man yeah so um so i've definitely burned myself out a handful of times and so i'm getting better at learning my trigger time like how i'm feeling you know like this is when you need to take a break i feel yeah. like lately i i feel like lately i really need to take a break i think i think one's coming here soon i don't know when it is but i think one needs to come here soon where i'm just going to actually a hundred percent tell everybody get this for the next two months i'm not doing anything or three no, months no biker bar that's the part that's tough because i imagine this is fun this is fun but it's still it's still commitment it is and i feel like i feel like what i really need is like us an honest break of, yeah. of no commitment and um i don't know what the time is i don't know if it's a month i don't know if it's two months i don't think it would be more than three months if it was more than three months i feel like you might as well just tell people you're quitting or something you would probably take like two weeks and you're like i'm ready to get back into it yeah i know that's the thing i feel like a month is probably the right number. it's probably right because that's like four weekends after like four weekends i I actually enjoy my life being pretty hectic. So <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Have I mean, you taken a break at all? Like a big break? Not really. I mean, I think the longest I've gone still without posting a video is probably right now. And it's probably about a month and a half. So it's not overall, it's not, or not, sorry, not month and a half, like a week and a half. It, it's not too bad. I, I almost finished up this week, the, the next video. So that's not too bad. Yeah. Those of um, you guys watching, I just about fell over and busted my ass. So we got to have one beer. <laughs> a week and a half is the longest break you've ever taken? Yeah, maybe, take, maybe up to two weeks. Not that long. I've taken a month more than once. My I problem is usually is I when I take a month is I actually I've never taken a month and told everybody I was taking a month. Yeah. Instead, I freaking procrastinated and walked around feeling guilty and Whoa. like all out of sorts. I don't know what's going on with the camera there, but I'll keep talking. Yeah. Just feeling guilty and all, all out of sorts for the entire time. And um, that's not a break at all because all you're doing is walking around just, you got it on, just stressing like really, really, really bad about why you're not filming, why you're not editing, why you, you should be telling people that you're going to have this next week and then you don't do that and you're just like built like burying yourself in this like hole of like regret 
Yep. And uh, then whenever you finally get around to making the video, you're like, all right, I'm back. But you're not really back because you didn't have a break the whole time. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's just, uh, it's it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you, like, get it. I don't know. I feel like too many of these freaking podcasts that get on here and talk about how shitty it is being a YouTuber. <laughs> do I do enough time talking well, about how fun it is? I feel like I do, but I don't know. Maybe some people listen to this and they're like, ah, oh, there he goes again. I, I don't think people understand the amount of work and the effort that it takes to do it. Yeah. I mean, it, it literally takes, like, how long do you spend on an actual video to edit? Probably, like, 15 hours at least. Damn, I don't take that long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still, I mean, even yeah. then, like, you know, figure, like, six, even six hours on a video is still a ton of time. Yeah. It, it's, it's <clears throat> I mean, if you're talking about, when I first started, Gene uh from regular guy mountain biking. mountain biking yeah he he said it's about three times as long as the the, the amount shoot. of time you rode you yeah. know and that's pretty accurate and most oh, yeah. of my rides are about three four hours long so you know something like that I, I i if i was to wake up in the morning and work all day long it's probably all it's probably at least 12 hours and usually yeah. what happens is I work most of the day on one or I'll work like half of the day. Then I come back another day and like another day because I just need to walk away I, I, or I don't know. Very seldomly do I sit down and actually edit one from start to end unless it's some of the Patreon content. That stuff's like really it's way more fun for me to do. Yeah. But like my 90 second reviews, I mean, they take like, I don't know, an hour. Yeah. You know, I mean, like my videos, like I. I don't start editing till the kids go to bed. So, yeah. I mean, if I get to edit, it's anywhere between nine and maybe 11. So like two hours at night and that's all I get. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know how Joe does it. He, he's like got all the, the kids and, and then he, I don't I don't think, I think Joe's a vampire. I don't think he sleeps. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably accurate. Yeah. 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 No, because it takes a long time and, um, yeah, there's, I don't know, there's so many rabbit holes to go down with it. I think the other thing is that you're always learning, at yeah. least. So so every video I do, I, there's somewhere in there that I'm spending like an hour on YouTube trying to figure out how to do yep. some transition or, oh, I got to look up how to do this thing on, on Premiere, and that means I got to listen to... 15 guys videos until you actually hear the one that tells you how to do what you're actually looking for. Or like today I wanted to, I wanted, and I still actually didn't even get the effect that I wanted, but I wanted to have where it was two videos, um, on the screen. Yeah. But I wanted, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it very well. Okay, let's say like you're looking at our two boxes, right? Yeah. And so in the in my box, you would see my video of me talking. And in the other box, you would see a picture in that square, right? Yeah. But I wanted that square, that picture also to be slowly zooming in and maybe moving a little bit to the left. Okay. So I didn't know exactly how I could get that picture to 
be acting like it was the full like i know how to make that happen in the full screen yeah you know it's pretty simple but i don't know how to make it happen in the constraint of like a pop-up window so to speak so at least like on i edit and resolve i know that there's a little checkbox in the cropping section that says uh retain um retain the size yeah it's not necessarily Uh, retain the size but it's like retain the position Ah. so like you can like you can crop it down and then yeah you can go to like the move and you can like move it on the x and the y axis yeah 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 it'll just move but yet it won't actually like it'll just be within that crop oh it has to be that yeah it has to be there on premiere yeah yeah because what i was trying to do oh man everybody that doesn't edit sorry you're gonna have to listen to this for me (laughs) i was trying i was trying to use the crop like you were saying so i was cropping from the left to the right and at the same time, I was trying to move the Y axis or the X axis to the left so that it didn't change its size. Yeah. So then it looked like it was moving and um, I didn't accomplish it. So I ended up doing something else completely. But uh, then it kind of made me like, Damn wonder it. what the hell is going on? I got you. Um, so my, my uh, camera is overheating because it's so damn hot in the garage. Is that what's going on? You need yeah. a fan. Dude. Everybody that I everybody that I talk to needs a fan. You need a fan. Joe needs a fan. I'm gonna turn on my fan. There you go. Get your fan. So um I, I so I'm assuming then you're using you're using one of your, your legit cameras. What what do you got? Like a Sony, like Sony? A7S3, which technically A7S3. Is- Apparently they run hot. I just use a Brio for when when I'm live streaming. I have yet to actually hook my camera up to the computer to see how to use it as a webcam. I've told myself several times I'm going to do that, but I just haven't got around to it. It's one of those, one of those things that, that running a channel <laughs> takes so much time with is always trying to learn how to do these things that you want to do. Like we were just talking about with Premiere. So it's like the same thing. Maybe turn your fan down a little bit. I can hear that. Um, um it's like uh you're you're always trying to learn and because of that you're always you know juggling all these things that you 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 want to do yeah exactly. so it's interesting you know even like part like 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 building the backdrop behind behind me right now that was a whole day of going to home depot and buying the wood and figuring out how I want to do. And first I tinted the window. Then I put the wood greens. That's actually window, a window behind me. And um, like, it took forever. That's something, what did I do that for? Just so I can sit here and have something cool behind me. Right. You know? So, whatever. Good is time. That, uh, still too loud or is that good? Um, you're, you're, you sound much uh like you're not as loud as you were before i mean how's the fan huh how's the fan once you turned up your volume now i can hear the fan okay so it's like gotta find a middle point yeah somewhere around there it doesn't all right basically there's some guy sitting in traffic right now listening to this is like fuck that guy dude Hey man, I live in the desert. It's hot here. We're already going to be a hundred this week. Yeah. Oh man, you guys are amped up that that far already. I dude, our weather is so temperamental. It's not even funny. We're literally going to be a hundred one day, and then three days later, we're going to be seventy. Yeah. 
It's like, come on! Like, why can't we have some consistency? Oh, that's crazy. You just reminded me about how much I hate doing my podcast in the summertime. Oh, yeah, because you have to go inside, right? Yeah, well, sometimes, yeah, that's whenever I'm like, that's it, I'm breaking down. So I used to, I have that room up there. I redesigned it recently. So um, did you like mute yourself or something? I did. I was going to bring it back up when I started to talk. That's what's going on. I feel like if you just leave it, it'll fade into the background. Nobody will really tell. When you turn it on and off, then it's like, ah, what the fuck is going on? I hear that now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I redid that room because it used to be um, my son's room. And he's been out of the house for a couple years now. And we still had his bed and stuff like in there. It was kind of like an extra extra guest room. Mm -hmm. And uh, whenever COVID happened or maybe it was after he was gone for a while, I just started editing up there. And um, where the hell did I edit? Before? I don't even know where I edited before that. That's actually kind of curious. That, that makes me wonder. <laughs> I don't even remember where I edited my videos. Anyway, so uh, I probably just did it at work. <laughs> and uh, so anyways. Like, yeah, uh, I'm working. I'm working. No, yeah, no, no, well, I would the just Photoshop's not open later. for my thumbnails, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would just stay late or something like that, right? So, <laughs> um so just recently I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a proper room that makes me feel inspired when I walk into it, you know? Yeah. So I went and got a, because we didn't want to give up that extra, extra bedroom ish kind of space. I got a, like a, like a futon kind of thing in there. All so right. I set it up, set it up kind of like a, cause there's a TV in there and stuff too, too still, but I put all my shit for making shirts and stickers and, put my pictures on the walls and stuff like that. So I walk up in there and it makes me feel like I'm in my spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of how the garage feels, you know, when I come in here, I'm like, yeah, this is my space, you know? So I have another space and I think that actually helps for the, for, for the motivation to do stuff, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Cause I have a bunch of, um, I took a bunch of my Instagram pictures, like, I don't know, like 30 of them. And I ordered a bunch of different frames. I got them all printed. Nice. And so there's all these different pictures of all these rides and stuff that I've done. And um, it's fun for me, even just to stop and look at, you know, when I'm doing whatever I'm doing, like, oh, there's me signing that freaking kid's helmet, you know, or something <laughs> like that. So, Did you ever refine your your autograph? No, I haven't. I I, I figure I'm just going to go with my, my check cashing autograph so just scribble, you ever scribble, wanna, scribble, scribble. yeah if you ever want to like forge my signature just give you know if you want to write robert checks they're all going to be bad anyway and get that youtube dump truck so i had um, like for the first time i had someone actually like stop me out on the trails i was riding with my son on and he is on his bike and some guys like come back to me and he's like hey are, are, are you that dude on youtube i was like holy crap it finally happened you got noticed <laughs> yeah Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. But that feels really good. It does. But my son was like, can we go now? Yeah. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. Yeah. yeah, I'm enjoying this moment, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had somebody come up to me over the weekend, and um, I just told them, I remember telling them, you know, hey, thanks for coming by, because it I, it actually, it, it is motivating. You know, and a lot of times I'll see people leave messages where they're like, Oh man, I saw you. I just didn't want to bug you. And it's like, no, dude, honestly, dude, come up and say hi. Yeah, for sure. It makes that, our day. Yeah. 
I'm sure once you're Seth and it's like somebody would come up Shit. all day long, then you're like over it, right? <laughs> yeah. But like until then, I'm not there yet, guys. So right now is your chance. <laughs> how how well can you walk through Sedona fast? Um, I can get through it pretty good. Okay. But I I would say I get because it's Arizona. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not as many. I do have a, a a pretty good following down there because I've gone to Sedona so many times and I always make air, like air, like Phoenix videos. Yeah. So and they don't really have a YouTuber that lives in Phoenix, so um, I would say when you make good content of that area, then it, it definitely gets the views. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, or do they have a YouTuber there? I don't know. Uh, well, I know Riding Dirty somewhere, and he's in Prescott. Yeah, I think mediocre mountain biker. I think isn't no, he's not. In that I think area. he's somewhere in that area, right? There's a couple of guys, but anyways, yeah. just a handful. It's yeah. not like it's like it's not like um like where I Asheville. live up here, right? Or yeah. or here, it's like there's a ton of of guys with pretty big channels up here in Northern California. So, anyways, um, so I have a fair amount of people that that recognize yeah. me down there. That's for sure. But I would say more than that is pretty much any time I'm riding on a weekend in in my local spot in Auburn. That's that's um there's a lot of people that, that'll that'll say something. And say, yeah. So I, I want to get up there to go ride with everybody, especially like Steve. I'd love I'd love to go ride with Steve, spokesman MTB. Yeah. I mean, he's such a cool dude. Like we've talked a bunch bunch of times, we FaceTimed. Where's he? I at? He's he's up there with you guys. What? Yeah. I didn't know he's up here. Where's he at? Uh, like Cupertino, like that that general vicinity. Oh, so he's in the Bay Area. Yeah, I think so. See, I didn't even freaking know that. Why? See, he must be too good for me. He hasn't reached out to me. <laughs> he must be collab or what? <laughs> but we have a we have a couple stores up there, and I've always told my boss is like. I'll go up there and help out when we need help. Like yeah. I'm taking my bike though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you definitely should. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's in San Jose. So basically you'd be coming up to ride UC, which is freaking dope as hell. And um, of course, like probably demo. You'd, I feel like you have to do, do the flow trail. Yeah. It's one of those ones that like you understand why everybody loves it so much, but as a local you're at least for me when i go to san jose i'm like it's it's like i'm going to ride uc in santa cruz and that's that's really it <laughs> well it's like we get people coming here like from all over to come do the palm cane epic uh -huh. it's like dude that's like that's my backyard like i used to live at the base of that and i just go up in that area all the time yeah so it's like it's nothing special for uh -huh. me anyways yeah 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 it's still fun yeah 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 Definitely. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting how that goes, you know, even for me, like Downeyville, for example, I mean, people yeah. fly from all over the place to go do Downeyville. I've done it so many times now. It's, it's definitely not as fun as it, as it was, you know, originally, but I can honestly, I, I can't say that I go up there and do a shuttle run and get to the bottom. Like, Oh, that was boring. Just you take know? your top boy. Huh? Just take your tall boy instead. I have, yeah. I've done it that <laughs> way. It's it's definitely a little more work. <laughs> it is, but it's a lot of fun. I'll tell you what the the thing is with that trail is most of the time, whenever 
I remember it. I don't remember it as chunky as it actually is. Yeah. So like when, when I took my tall boy, that was exactly what happened. In my mind, I, I was like, oh, there's this chunky section, that chunky section. Other than that, it's pretty flowy. It's not too bad. And then you go and you just freaking shoulders are just getting beat up. Your forearms <laughs> getting beat up for like two hours straight. Oh, my God. How did I forget this? I'm never going to forget this again. <laughs> and then the season goes by and there you go. Like, I'm ready to do it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, That's funny. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big proponent of making sure your suspension is dialed. Yeah, I, I, I wish I knew how to dial difference. my suspension. If I knew how to dial mine, I'd be I'd be freaking. Just get a shockwave. Get yeah, you close that, enough. That didn't work for me. No. Yeah, no. One of my subscribers uh, sent me one to borrow. Yeah. And I had it for four months. Never put it on my bike, so it didn't work for me. <laughs> Talking about being lazy. Then. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, it didn't work for me. <laughs> I like it because it gets you close enough. I mean, yeah. I've gotten to a point where I, I'm pretty confident in my ability to set it up. Uh huh. So, like, I know that, like, okay, if I'm when I need to add more air, more rebound, because we're really chunky here as well. Mm -hmm. Lots of rocks, so it's like I always have to run super high rebound to kind of keep it going fast enough. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, so. compression is something I'm still like a little unsure on. What I do is I find a friend that, that will be willing to fix it for me on the side of the trail. And then, <laughs> I, try to, then I try not to touch anything until one of my other drunk friends is like, Oh dude, this is all fucked up. And he starts turning knobs and then so. I, I'm just screwed again for another six months or so until I can finally pin down that one friend to bike sums. The guy that's got me squared away last couple of times. So when you installed the versus tires, did you have to have Josh come down and do it for you? No, I didn't. But <laughs> I'll do the tires, but man, the suspension is just, uh, yeah. Like I told you, I've been just, I've been, since I've been riding to work every day, it's like, I've just been listening to your podcast pretty much uh, that's every day. One. That was an old one. That's when yeah. Josh came down. We were going to do Downeyville. And I yeah. think I had like, I want to say four bacon strips in my tire in different spots. And I complete, and I also had a brand new tire hanging up. This is for the people that don't know the story. Brand new tire in the garage. And Josh was like, oh, how many bacon strips do you have in there? I was like, I don't know, four. It's fine, dude. And he's like, no, dude, we're going to ride Downeyville this weekend. We're going to be riding all weekend. You need to change this tire. I'm like, ah, it'll be fine. And really, it came down to me just not wanting to change my tire. And yeah. so Josh ended up doing it for me. So, so yeah, who, who installs your Kush core? The first time, I think I've done it every single time myself, actually. I've never time. messed with that stuff. Really? No, I've just, Once you I get just, it down, it's honestly not that bad. I just, I never found needed it really. Yeah. How much do you weigh? Uh, right now I'm down to about 186. Yeah. But I was Sedona. I was probably like 215. Mm -hmm. I feel like anybody over 200 pounds, if you're not riding push core, you're doing it wrong. Well, I mean, I still ran low pressures. It just, it just yeah. worked. Yeah. You didn't get like, I don't know. You know, someone said that it was all about line choice. So I think yeah. having that moto background, I like I knew the lines to pick that were a little bit, maybe a little bit smoother. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I, I think like the way that it changes the, 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 how your, your cornering feels. Yeah. Is just, um, 
it, it's worth its weight in gold. I'm actually not running it right now, though. I took it out just to um, kind of test these rims a little bit. And well, actually, it was tires. That that's what it was. At first, I yeah. took it out of my ex of my my tall boy. I had the yeah. XC in there. I took it out because I wanted to just see how the versus tire was on its own. And um, then I took it out of my Bronson because I was changing tires. And this is the thing. I don't have a problem installing Kushcore on any wheel except for my NVs that I have the, um, I think they're like M7. Yeah. They have this rim strip. It's like a plastic rim strip that like goes around and like um, you use it instead of tape. And that in conjunction with Kushcore makes you want to paint like punch J baby Jesus like in the face as hard as you can. I, I, I know something worse. What's that? I've installed my own dirt bike tires. That is a pain. That's bad? That's bad. Because mm. you have the, the tires are so hard and they're so uh -huh. formed. Like I've literally like had to like sit on the tire to kind of like deform it to get the rim in there. Yeah. And it's just like, I, what am I doing this for? I should have just sent, just went to the, somewhere to have it do it for me. Right, right. You're like, this is why you pay somebody to do something. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have yeah. the right tools. I'm just trying to do it with a just sitting on the damn tire. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever ridden a coil? No, I haven't. I, I, I do want to try it, though. I wanted to try a coil for a really, you really You just long got time. one, right? I did. And I um, I'm going I'm to throw the spoiler out there for anybody that's actually listening to this podcast. That thing is freaking dope, dude. Um, I will say, and I don't know, I think this might be like me still trying to dial it in. I will say that the first ride that I did with it was kind of more of a flow type of place. Yeah. And it had a bunch of, of jumps, like tabletops and little hips and stuff like that. Okay. And I felt like, I was like going through the day and I, and I was thinking, man, I'm just, I'm just not feeling it today. Cause I'm hitting all these jumps and kind of coming short. And, um, I just, I, I, I didn't put it, to, I forgot that I actually changed the, the shock. And then it was about halfway through the ride. I was, Oh, that's right. Maybe this just isn't, it's like not as poppy yeah. or I needed to learn how I needed to compress that suspension, you know, just a little bit differently, you know? Yeah. And, um, so at the end of that day, I just remember thinking, oh yeah, it's really stable. And I, I didn't really walk away from the ride feeling like it, it, it was any different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the next day I went and I rode Auburn, my, my local, local spot that, and I rode a bunch of chunky stuff and a bunch of stuff that has, just a shitload of brake bumps and all this stuff that I know how harsh it felt. Yeah. And on that coil, it was, it felt amazing. It, 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 it completely made me charge things in a way that I would have never guessed that my suspension could cover that up. How, how did it do on the climbs? Um, you notice the difference? Not really. No, oh, okay. Uh, but but this is I, I will say two things. One, 
um santa cruz is has a great pe- pedaling platform yeah i never run i never i never lock that suspension ever it's always completely open and two this does have a, a lockout on it okay and when i hit it when i turned it on I was like, ah, I don't really notice a difference. This is fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I jumped off of some rock on, on a little downhill spot just to, you know, just having fun. And as soon as I landed, I was like, oh, my God, this thing's stiff as hell. So, um, so maybe it does work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, it's funny because I, I actually enjoy climbing. Yeah. Like, I enjoy the big, long gaze on the bike it's it, it's never it hasn't always been that way but yeah I've, i like downhills too so like the coil has always been that kind of like i want to try it but like you've said in the past like i don't know if i want to spend the money on it yeah just to find out yeah like it's a lot of money just to find out <laughs> yeah you know that i mean i and at the end of the day i'm a cheap ass so it's that that's really the thing that's always stopped me it's just the price the, the price of entry so it just took someone to send you one. Basically. <laughs> but to do YouTube for practically free for five years. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah, no. So, um, I'm, I'm that coil and I, I, I'll, I'll fill in all the blanks right now. That coil is the reason that I decided I'm selling my Bronson. Damn. Yeah. Because that coil felt so freaking good on that bike. And it made my bike ride so much better. And I know that that bike was not designed for a coil. And the new Bronson was designed with a coil in mind. So I'm like, if that thing feels that much better and it wasn't even designed that way. Yeah. I can only imagine what the new one feels like with that. Do you get to keep that coil? Huh? Do you get to keep that coil or do you have to send it back? I think I have to send it back. Okay. I'm not asking the question, but I'm pretty sure I have to send it back. <laughs> you can send it my way so I can try it. It, it had a bunch <laughs> of, of numbers written on it, like like demo number 16, you know? So <laughs> that's usually a dead giveaway that they want it back. But yeah. I'm going to pretend like for right now <laughs> that I need a long-term review. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 No. So we'll see. I mean, honestly, um, I don't have any experience with anybody else's stuff, but just like they sold me, put it that way. I'll buy it. You know, um, I, I would definitely buy it at this point. And, and it feels so good where, um, they make, they make forks too. this company. So who we're talking about again, it's called EXT. Okay. Um, I'm just going off a memory here. I I could be completely wrong. Now I'm screwing up my lighting. Um, pretty sure that they're a European company. Like they're like somewhere. I don't remember where it is. I'm looking for it on here. I don't see it. They're not from the U S and okay. wherever the hell they are from they're they're much bigger there. And uh, they're trying to get into the U S market. And I think that's what's happening. So, um, but they also make a fork as well. Nice. And so after trying the shock uh, or the, the coil and shock, yeah, I guess shock. I was like, man, what's up with the what's up with the fork then? So somebody in the comments saying they're from Italy. That makes sense. I think okay. Hey, don't read the comments. Yeah, right. I'm, <laughs> but I am allowed. To, I'm allowed to read the comments. I'm the host. Sorry. 
I so, can't not. Yeah, right. You and and Evan and uh, Paul. You know, as, as much yeah. as I listen to your podcast, I I knew the rule, but I, yeah. I still I still just I I get distracted. Yeah, see, that's why you need to put a piece of paper over your laptop or something like that. So. Well, I figured out why my camera was overheating because I had it plugged in to charge at the same time. That's no good, huh? No. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. Learn something. Nothing, yep. nothing like going live to learn something the hard way. Believe me. <laughs> that's how it always happens. Oh man, I've had some freaking doozies on live. That's for sure. Yeah. Fortunately, you- most of the really shitty things that I've done on live, I. They were on the biker stream, so I could delete them when I was done. So hey, I gotta ask you the uh, the the, the bomb hot chocolate thing that you just did. Uh huh. How, how much have you had to drink when you did that? Oh, I was fucking housed. Uh, you looked like you were housed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I saw you posting. I was like, Robert is just fucked right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was fucked up. Man. I see <laughs> you pour all that stuff on there. It's like, oh god, this is not going to end well. Yeah, so this is the deal. I'm going to give you the backstory. So I think, I, I'm sure your asshole is hurting. Uh, dude, honestly, <laughs> I dodged a bullet. Completely dodged a bullet on that one. I don't know what part. Maybe it's the fucking greens that I've been taking <laughs> saved me. But tastes like lawnmower, but saves your butthole from the the bomb sauce. No, I bought that originally. There was a podcast that I did with uh, Brian BKXB. Yep. And um, he's a Hot Ones fan. I'm a Hot Ones fan. And That's a great thing. I always wondered with that sauce how hot it was. Because oh, I, can, I can do some pretty hot sauce. At, like pretty much any restaurant you go to, I'll I'll ask for the hottest one that they sell. And it never usually bothers me. I'm always like, oh, yeah, okay. That's oh, it's sort of warm, you know? Yeah. And um, so I always wondered, hang on. My dog is losing his shit right now. You're good. I got two dogs. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. He's annoying me, though. That's the thing. So, anyways, <laughs> back, to, back to my story. I'm going to ignore him. And uh, so I got that. I got the sauce because I wanted to see how bad it was. I want to see, like, okay, does it really destroy me? And, you know, let's, I, I hit Brian up. I was like, hey, let's do this thing on the podcast. It'll be funny. And there you go. That's one of those, those, those learning shit the hard way while you're live. Mm-hmm. That stream, exactly when we ate it, my internet freaking took a dump. Yep. So um, that was no fun. Thank God it was Brian. Yeah. Well, that and I, I imagine you were on uh, StreamYard too. So that was probably keeping the stream alive, right? I think, yeah. If I remember correctly, I ended up just grabbing my phone and turning my phone back on. And it was just, it was a hot mess. Yeah. Because I was able to use, yeah. And, anyways, Thank God it was Brian, because basically anybody else, that would have been the end of it. But Brian was <laughs> yeah. able to like, carry the show on his own, and I'd hop back in. But kind of ruined, in my eyes, it ruined the the whole experience, which, which kind of sucked, because I was really looking forward to that. And also, like, meanwhile, my, ha- my mouth was freaking on fire from this stuff, and I'm not capturing any of it, because I'm running around trying to get my internet sorted, <laughs> right? So once you have that stuff in your fridge, that's like a opportunity every time you're drinking with your friends for something stupid to happen, right? Yeah, of course. So every time my friends would getting drunk, somebody I, I, somebody would mention it, me or my friends or somebody, and be like, well, you should try that hot sauce. And 
most of the time people wouldn't do it by themselves. Yeah. So me being me just to, cause I want to see like somebody's reaction. I'll go yeah. through it again. I don't even care. So, so I had done it a bunch of times and, and at that point I had done it enough times that I'm not saying I was used to it, but I, I knew how to make my way through it, you know, like mentally. So it was not as, as tough. It didn't hit as hard as the, the first time you try it. Yeah. So I got a little confident with it. And the other night we're out here freaking drank all, all the beers and I was thinking I wanted to make a reel and I, and I was, I was like, okay, well, what would be funny as hell? Like this is, this is something <laughs> that would be funny as hell. Right. So, um, I, I, in my mind, I'm still confident about the heat. Like I know how to handle it. Right. Yeah. But there's two things that I, that I missed that I didn't think of. One of them is it was over a year ago was the last time I had it. <laughs> <laughs> and two, I'm freaking hammered and apparently I'm not going to go light on the sauce. <laughs> no, <laughs> you were just like, I'm just like, Oh God, he's put, Oh, 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 this is yeah. going to be awful. Oh yeah. 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 I went big and, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> it was so good. Like the reaction was everything I wanted it to be. The worst part of it was, was like, I don't really know how to use Instagram reels app quite well yet. Yeah. So I'm fumbling with trying to actually make this happen at the same time. I'm trying to capture myself. So it ended up on Instagram being like six Multiple different posts. reels. Yeah. 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 So I did end up taking that and edited it and put it back on YouTube and TikTok. Talk I saw that. Yeah. So I, which was pretty funny too, but I think the, I personally think that the whole six reel and like watching that whole shit show happen that way, I think is better. But, um, that's also news. Like Robert's gotta be just demolished right now. Cause like, what, what is with these like multiple reels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently I, I have no idea how I'm, how I'm doing the internet. Which is funny because <laughs> you're an IT guy. Yeah, right. Cheers. You don't teach Instagram class in IT school, so <laughs> I'm the IT guy at work too. So I, I feel your pain exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was part of the thing, and unfortunately, that was the, the inopportune time to figure out how to use it. You know, <laughs> but that's also how I just I live my life by the seat of my pants, and at the time. That seemed like a great idea. And, and I feel zero remorse <laughs> about it because it was funny as hell. It was oh, it like, was funny. Oh, God, it accomplished everything. I, one of my buddies, uh, uh, I haven't talked to his wife in a long time. I hit her up for some some work stuff today. And she like texted me back and she's like, oh, my God, that hot sauce thing was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that that worked out because that's what I was going for. I wanted yeah. that. That was going to be my viral one, but no. You did not? No. No. If it's tied to any, like, I think Google or the internet, there's a, like an internet algorithm that's, that's like the, like the YouTube algorithm is the internet algorithm's little baby. Yeah. Little baby bitch. 
right? <laughs> the internet algorithm has this thing written in it that says anything that says B1KER in it, <laughs> do not promote. <laughs> Only show this to a few people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's the story of my life. At least my my internet career. One of these days. Well, how, how's your uh, your weight loss videos going? Oh man, there hasn't been one in a while. I mean, I've how, been. Uh, how's your progress? Ahead. It's mediocre, dude. I've been in this spot where I um, up and down between two forty and two sixty over and over and over again. And basically, what was happened is this. I lost 60 pounds. That got me down to 240. Yeah. In itself, that's amazing. Just yeah, yeah. Congrats, yeah, no, dude. That was a good job. But then then I was all, all stoked with myself. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm fucking skinny now. And <laughs> lost, lost, lost sight of, of the last 20 pounds that I needed to lose. Yeah. And then, then it would be like, you know, too much partying, falling back into to shitty ideas or whatever. Yeah. And I gained like, up to 260 and then it'd be like oh man i need to get my shit back together and then i'd get back down to like 247 or something like that and then then it'd be sedona and you know so it's just been this like back and forth and back and forth thing so yeah part of the reason that i have the weight vest that i was talking about earlier sitting out here in the garage because i, I want to see that i want to see the video 50, i bought a 50 pound vest and i want to be at 250 when i put it on so i'm putting the 50 pounds back on that i lost yeah. But it's like, man, lately, just trying to get myself to lose like freaking seven pounds. I'm like, ugh. I, I feel you. I do. I mean, I, I, uh, since Sedona, I realized like, man, I got to lose some weight. So I did, yeah. I think I dropped from like 210, 215 to like 186. And that's not the first time I've lost weight. Yeah. And it's just like, I actually haven't been this low in a very long time. Yeah, and just like because like, what was it like? Maybe a few years ago, I was size like thirty eight, size forty waist, uh -huh. and I'm down to like thirty three, thirty two. Right on, man. Good job. Yeah, and like I will say, your videos definitely helped inspire that. I pre that's awesome, dude. It's crazy how much freaking how many people that 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 affected. You know, that's a lot of weight too, man. On on like mental weight, it to, is um to succeed and uh i honestly know the reason i mean the 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 one of the things a lot of people commented on those videos about was me like not being like they would always tell me not to be so hard on myself yeah but i realistically know who i am and and whenever i'm saying things that people are, were would be referring to it was really just me being realistic with myself. Yeah. Like, like a hundred percent right now, the only reason that I'm not at my goal is because I gave up. Right. Like I, I was satisfied with where I was at. Yeah. And gave up, not actually like, like quote unquote gave up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but exactly. Realistically, that's what happened. Where I got like complacent and was like, you know what, two forty, this is sweet. I can start drinking more. I can start eating potato chips with my sandwich. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh wow, this is really difficult. You can't lose weight and do that. No, or at least I can't. 
you know, and um, really what it, what I need to do is fully commit to being freaking Nazi on my diet yeah. and, um, and, and putting the work in. Yeah. And right now I'm struggling with like getting that motivation. So I should make that video. I really should yeah. because I feel like it's fair a for like people that are following the story. And then I feel like it's a good message. Like that's the main reason that I really have been so honest with all of this is that, like, I want people to realize that it's not simple. It's not a 15-minute video of, hey, I want to lose 80 pounds. And at the end of it, yay! You know what I mean? I, what was it? Did you see uh, Bobo's last video? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was exactly how it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? But, um, yeah, just um, I want people to know it's a struggle. Because oh, yeah. there's too many people that watch those videos, those like freaking 15 minutes of infomercial, like come buy my product videos. Yeah. And they think that, that it's that easy for everyone and that they're a failure because it wasn't that easy for them. And if it takes a year or two years for me to lose the weight, then that's the story. And I feel like that's the, that's the best story. You know, is that that because that's how it happened? Because at the end of the day, I didn't need to tell anybody, right? No, I could have been making these these like random videos that I or filming this random stuff along the way, and yeah, whoever bumped into me would say, "Oh, you lost weight, whatever," and we would talk about that, and that would be that. It wouldn't be for everybody, you know. And at the end of the, the weight loss, I could have made the one fifteen minute video. And, and maybe that would be, that would have been my viral one. I don't know. Maybe it still can be, but, um, I would much rather tell the story that I'm telling and really impact all the people that I've been, been able to so far. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So I think for me personally, one of the things that really set me back was, uh, in our same parking lot at work, we had a pastry shop open up. Uh -huh. <laughs> Dude, that was like the worst thing that could ever happen. Yeah. Because it was just like, oh, I'm going to go support our, our local business, you know? I'm going to go hit yeah. up the pastry shop. And it's like doing that like a few times a week. It was like, ooh, that was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was delicious, but it was a bad idea. <clears throat> My crux is like a, a double-edged sword because I love mountain biking. Yeah, I love mountain and and mountain biking is a huge part of my weight loss journey. Yeah, and um, I love the social aspect of mountain biking, and a big part of that is with my friend group is when you're done, you drink beers and you you go eat pizza or you go get wings or you get tacos or whatever the hell it is, and you enjoy that. Yeah, um, that's a rad thing, right? And if you're doing that maybe once a week, that's cool. You can do that. But when you ride six days a week and every one of those days, everybody wants to go have beers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe I'm not riding with the same people every day. So it's not like everybody else is doing it every day. Yeah. You know, so um, I just have to lock down. I just have to lock it down. I honestly was thinking last week, I was like, man, I'm ready. I'm ready to lock it down. And well, then um, I was going, going to start. And then the lady's like, oh, I'm, I'm, she had to go, go away for a week. 
and I know when she's not here, it's zero chance that I'm going to be healthy. Because um, you're like three beers yeah, later. Exactly. <laughs> here we are, Monday night, freaking drinking beer. What did I eat for dinner? I don't even know. You know, like so. And then plus it's uh, sea otter this week as well. So I know I'm going to yeah. get down there. Have to have to twist some caps and it is what it is. Like I'm making excuses. Yeah. I could totally be on a diet right now, drinking water, talking to you, having the same, having the same conversation, yeah. but um, it's the decision I'm making. So hopefully, um, hopefully I can pull my shit together and, and wrap it up here. I, I know in my head, if I get super serious, I should be able to do the last part in like two months. Well, we know you can do it. We believe yeah. in you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We've seen you do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem though. And I've said this even like before, cause I've lost a big amount of weight a bunch of times in my life. Yeah. So like, I know how to do it. And that's also part of the reason where it makes it like, oh, I'll just blow it off. Like, yeah. like, like when I was at 240, I only had 20 pounds to go at 250, Shit. I had 30 pounds to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. At 260, I have 40 pounds to go. Oh, well, even at 260, my brain still says, dude, you lost 40 pounds in like two months. That's how you got from 300 to 260. Two months is not that long. Fuck it, dude. Have a spirit this week. Maybe maybe you just need to set a goal of 400,000 feet this year. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I was trying trying to set a big goal, but I think realistically, I don't think it's realistic. Dude, when you hit 300,000, I was like, I looked at my numbers and I was like, holy shit. He like doubled what I did. And we have some serious climbs here. Like we have to earn our descents here. Yeah. yeah. Like you can ask Mark the segment. Yeah. He came out here and rode with me and I took him on a ride. He was just like that climb. He was just like, this sucks. You use Strava on all your rides? Oh yeah. Let's pull it up right now. Let's see where you're at. Let's just let's take take a look. I, I feel like I haven't been riding a lot, so um, I definitely haven't been. Um, I I, de- I don't feel like I've been riding as much as I was last year, but I'm not, right now we're not mountain biking as much as I would like to. I want to yeah. mountain bike more. The first year of my weight loss, I had a shit ton of miles because I was doing a lot of road. Yeah, this year I haven't been doing much road at all, like barely. I, I bet you I've had like maybe 10 road rides this year where before I was doing um, like five a week. So well, do you right think now working remote has helped you or in or, or like hurt what, you? What, what working remote has done is actually made me um, probably ride more mountain bike. Okay. Because I can juggle my schedule better. Yeah. And um, because of that, then I can go, like squeezing the mountain bike rides. So that's why my elevation went up so much last year. Yeah. Was I traded in mo- like a lot of road rides for mountain bike rides. So where it would be my ri- my road rides around here when I do a road ride it's like 100 to 200 feet of elevation gain. It's like super flat. That's pretty close to here. Yeah, yeah. So it's like nothing, right? So um at the end of the week I'd have, you know, 150 miles but that would only make, you know, a thousand feet of elevation or something yeah. you know what i mean where if i went on a like so if i traded three of those rides for mountain bike rides and each one of those even if it was a mediocre ride i'm going to get 1500 feet elevation each ride 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I think so do you got your profile pulled up? Oh, uh, here. Uh, yeah, I can't. I am. Phone. I'll let you pull it up. I, I just grabbed my phone. It's pretty easy to get on there. So right now, this year, I am at 83 rides. I have 588 miles and a total of 75,000 feet elevation gain. All right. So keep in mind, I have done a ton of commuting to work on the e-bike. Yeah. But uh, rides 123. So good, dude. Uh, elevation gain 49,000. Uh, yeah. Distance 752. Wow. So you got some pretty decent. You got a lot of elevation. Yeah. I mean, I want to go do it again. It, what was your distance to your distance again? My distance was 753. So 753. I'm at 588 and 75,000 miles. So, I mean, you're you're tracking pretty good, dude. Yeah. I mean, and I've definitely, I'm, yeah. I mean, put it this way. I mean, what, what are we at? We're in April. Yeah. Third. My, my, my gears before I started the weight loss thing. I think most of my years before that were like around 80,000 feet for the whole year. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're putting some, putting some mileage in, man. That's for sure. I have, I have a little bit of a funny story when I was, I've been riding this e-bike. I pulled behind a dude pulled out in front of me who just started to ride on like a full, like TT triathlon bike. Uh huh. I pulled out behind him and like, at a stoplight and we take off and he's going like kind of slow and he gets up to speed and like i just like pull put down the power and get by him uh -huh. and he just did this like double take look at me like what the hell someone's passing me <laughs> dude it was the funniest thing like and i held past the motor what it'll do at like 24 uh -huh. i held it like 25 26 miles an hour for like the longest time and the dude was on my wheel the entire time but I yeah, knew he, I was like pushing him hard. Yeah, yeah. He was dropping the hammer, huh? <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm out in front of him with like just this like flat bar, like 760 millimeter wide handlebars just going. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I knew he looked at me, he's like, What the hell? <laughs> that was my favorite thing to do on my on my single speed. <laughs> yeah. Was was pass guys on my single speed. Well, it's a single speed uh, belt drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine was single speed, but it was, it was no, the motor was, it was a me bike. Yeah. <laughs> Not a knee well, bike. Well, after like 24 miles an hour, the motor just doesn't help yeah. you at all. Yeah. 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 So Got you're that. still putting in everything after that. But it's giving you the 24. Yeah. Right. Right. But you still right. got to work for it. Yeah. 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 I hear you. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, the fastest I ever pedaled on my bike was i think i got to 28 and a half like miles an hour that was uh with a good tailwind i was my, uh i was on my single speed we were doing i was doing a group ride with the trail dogs we did start and we, were, we actually had to come down like the highway that goes up the mountain yeah and i like full tucked like just yeah. got as like arrow as i could and i think i hit like 45 yeah. 48 miles an hour on the mountain bike coming down yeah my my 28 was that was on the flat 
Yeah. Um, the fastest one on a mountain bike, I think I've hit like 40 or 42. I can't remember. It was something like right around there. It's That's so nuts going that fast. Dude. Oh, yeah. Nuts, dude. Yeah. It's totally nuts. Like at that point, we were like drafting. Like yeah. you would like get behind a guy, like you'd get him and like you'd like slowly creep, like, all right, pull out yeah. and pass him. Yeah. I get super nervous on a, on a mountain bike, like over 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even on the road where you're, you're, there's nothing around you. And I'm still like, I don't know if I really want to be doing this. You yeah. know? It just feels, um, it just doesn't feel safe. You know, yeah. when I would be riding motorcycle and you have, you have leathers on and stuff like that. I, I, when I had my street bike, there was not a time that I sat on that, that I didn't go 150 miles an hour. You know what I mean? I've done. And, uh, go ahead. The, and then on the mountain bike, it's like 30 miles an hour and shorts and I'm, and I'm freaking afraid of it. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I think last year on the dirt bike, I was going through the wash, like a wash and I hit, uh, like 60, 65 down the wash. Uh-huh. And I hit a rock. Oh man. Dude, I about I about need new underwear. Yeah. Like thankfully, like the bike I bought it used from a guy who did some racing and it had like a stabilizer on the on the actual handlebars. Uh-huh. So it doesn't like jerk super fast. Yeah, yeah. I know you're talking and about. I hit it at speed. And it was just like, was like oh, oh god. Oh god, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll definitely do it to you. Yeah. Like you don't want to wash out like crash going that fast. Right. Right. <laughs> so where do you see where do you see yourself going with the YouTube gig? You know, I think I want to do more like series and stuff like that where like you can like build upon something every week. Uh-huh. Um, I might borrow from you and do some test the waters with like some like super fast reviews. Uh-huh. Cause like You've been doing these 90 second reviews and like your retention has been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And like, I've always put a lot of effort into doing like the B roll and like really pretty B roll. Uh huh. And you know, if I could just do a video that I can knock out a lot faster, like I used to, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those are fun that way. I want, I want to do some more bike reviews. Um, I have some contacts that intense that are definitely down to work with me so I can, mm-hmm get some bikes to just play with which would be fun be cool. yeah yeah i'm trying to work out something like that too right now that'll be fun hopefully it works out i know um, when i did this 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 intense 951 video they loved it because i've sent i mean like within like three days i sent like two thousand people click into their website yeah and, you oh, know wow. that's some serious numbers yeah yeah that's that's really good dude why do you think the video did so well the costco title <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was it. I mean, it, it was a solid video. Like, I'm super proud of it. I loved what it was. Uh huh. But just as you know, the title and the thumbnail is everything. Yeah. Doesn't matter how good the video is, but if people don't click it, they don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your pickup line, man. I'm not good at like I'm good at real pickup lines, but I'm not good at freaking <laughs> YouTube pickup lines, man. Me neither. This is why I'm stoked to be a part of the slack group that you have uh created yeah i appreciate that yeah no problem man i um it was a group effort to create that um originally we were talking about just making i was going to make a forum or something like that because that's just what i'm familiar with you know like 1990s 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I know how to throw one up, you know, super easy yep. on like WebWise and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, we can just make a forum. We'll make it private. And then we can chat about where the hell we want to chat about and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then um, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank right now. Holy shit. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. Oh, MTB Savant. Yeah. He was like, he's like, well, we can make a Facebook group. I was like, wow, that's way easier. That's a good idea. And then it was like, oh, well, what if everybody doesn't have Facebook? I hate Facebook. Facebook. You know, exactly. So he he was like, let's let's do Slack. I didn't even know what Slack was. Never even really. I, yeah, I expected that was you because you're from the IT field. Yeah, well, he's an IT too. Okay. Um, so I, I I actually same thing. Like I was surprised that I had never heard of it. I, and um, whenever he first put it on or put it together, I was I was thinking to myself, well, this is just an IRC. So that <laughs> yeah. Was, I was like, this is just IRC, like re- rebranded or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was stoked because I use Slack at work. So I was yeah. like, I just have a separate tab so I can like switch over to the mountain bike stuff. Right, right. They <laughs> <laughs> think you're working. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like that platform. It's actually, it's, cool. it, it's been really fun to use it. And I mean, essentially it's the same thing as yeah. my forum. I mean, honestly, it's just a bunch of rooms where people are having conversations in it. So yeah. Um, it's just a different way to display it. Yeah. So. A little bit more real time, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in that aspect, it's more like an IM almost. Like MI or like IRC. Like I was oh. saying. So. But. Yeah. So um, you're just, what, what do you think, though, as far as the way that the channel goes? Like, do you always see it as a side gig? Do you see it as like maybe someday it could be something more than that or? Dude, I, I, I don't think it could be. I, I don't. I would love to go full time. I just yeah. don't think it would happen. Honestly, my boss would let let it happen. Yeah. Because like, I am literally the right hand man for the owner of the company. Yeah. So like, anything the owner needs, he messages me. He calls me. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I mean, there was even like a past a past incident where I was gonna leave. And uh-huh. he flew back down and called me. He's like, no, we're going to fix this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so you're not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and that was, uh, I've been there nine years. Yeah. And That's I good, couldn't man. be happier. I love that place. That's so, awesome, man. I, I can't see myself going necessarily full time. I mean, it's always going to be a side gig. I mean, yeah. So funny enough, like it's actually during COVID, like there were the talks were like, hey, we should create a YouTube channel for the work, the camera store. And it's like, he's all, who wants to run it? And I was like, stay quiet. (laughs) And they're like, it's like, nobody wants to do it. It's like, okay, I'll do it. I'll run it. So I, I help produce content for that channel and I oversee that channel. Yeah. But man, you think that like you see some stupid comments? Yeah, I can imagine that. There are some stupid ass comments on that channel. It's just like yeah. I I stopped responding to the comments because it was just like there's no point. Yeah. Like yeah, in a certain space, I can see that. It's like the whole like we did like some like film versus digital content. Uh huh. And I was like, I'm not touching that. Like, no way am I answering those questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. There's some probably. Um, so 
I always call those religion, religion, yeah. moments, you know, where there, there's certain things that are, they're, they're religious topics, you know, it's like 27 versus 29, you know, yeah. It, there, it doesn't matter how well your argument is put together. You, you will always be polarizing somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not, we're just going to let these comments fly. Like we'll read them, but I'm just not even going to bother responding. Yeah. Like you still respond to all your comments, don't you? Pretty much. I, if, if I don't, if I don't respond, I probably just forgot. Cause I even respond to the people that try to say stupid shit. I don't even care. I've, I've <laughs> tried to like, there was like one, one podcast in the past where you talked about like how you respond to those. And I was like, I'm going to start doing that. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I still get some, like, especially on the one day that blew up. It's just like, Oh, that's too much for a bike. It's like, I'd never spend more than like $1,200 and like I can afford it. It was like, I bet you've never ridden a bike that costs that much. Yeah. But like, think about it in that person, like those people, those kind of comments, I would just be like, man, you should try it. and sometimes i respond to comments with um like people will tell me shit that i don't really freaking care about you know yeah like like, hey you should try this diet and i'll be i'll just tell them like oh i'll look into it so i i I will just say the first name and i know you like i have gotten his comments for like the longest time and like when i started seeing like messages on the slack board about it it was just like oh i know who you're talking about yes and i'm just like (laughs) Dude, like, really? Yeah. Like, you're writing like paragraphs of like text like here on these comments, like multiple comments, and I'm like, dude, that's too much. And like, when I saw everyone else like having the same thing with him, and I was like, yeah, wow, okay, he does that for everybody. Yeah, so that's like a lot of time. Yeah, that guy's got some commitment, man. <laughs> but I'm just you like, gotta, you got to give him an award for that. <laughs> You gotta be proud. <laughs> you reached the level to get those kind of comments, man. dude. Just the fact that you knew who I was talking about is just. Oh yeah, it doesn't take much. It's a small community. I mean, honestly, it I is. Mean, at the end of the day, there's you know, at least everybody on their channels they have their their main people that you know you recognize them on on all your comments. Oh like yeah, but then even if like like Brian's freaking. Um, live stream earlier i jumped on there there was a bunch of people on there that i recognize their names you know yeah. what i mean i mean obviously there's a lot of people out there that don't know who i am and there's a lot you know because um, they're not subscribed or maybe my content just sucks but um <laughs> like you get on somebody like like seth's freaking lot like back when he would do a live stream and uh there's all kinds of people on there you have no clue who they are and like his live streams were like almost pointless because the freaking comments would just go by so fast. You couldn't even read them. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that. I forgot anyways. So dude, it's been two hours, man. Yes, it has. It's been super fun. Definitely. Definitely had a good time hanging out. Likewise. Night, drinking beers. That, that seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> like, the whiskey plus three beers yeah i dude I, I gotta take a leak like a racehorse right before you do um i always ask people what what youtube channels they like to watch i know you, you've been listening to the podcast so you knew this come this question was coming oh yeah definitely you know what robert no one has ever said this what i watch you <laughs> 
That's awesome. <laughs> I, I watch you. I love watching like the, my friends in about Mike PD that are local. Um, I'm a real big fan of like uh, Linus Tech Tips. I love mm-hmm. the tech stuff. I love all the nerdy stuff. Uh-huh. Um, that's typically where I go. Tech tips, was that the? Isn't that one of the guys that used to do tech TV? No, he was on uh, NCIX back in the day. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, if we're gonna keep this on for a couple minutes, can can you talk about how uh, people should go leave a comment on or uh, a review yeah. on iTunes while I go take a leak? Yeah, I can definitely do that. All right, we're, we're gonna we're, we 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 got you covered, man. So I wish you would have done that right after I bought, opened up a new beer, but that didn't happen. So, anyways, this guy's trying to get me to to give my my end end of the the podcast spiel. So we'll do this as a is is like an interlude, and you I can hear the fans right now screaming encore encore. We're gonna do the encore, but anyways, in the meantime, yeah, let's do that. If you guys can do me a favor, swing by my Instagram or my Facebook. Give me a follow over there. Or if you want to be the one person that writes a review in April, you can be that person because nobody wanted to be that person in March, apparently. I went and checked yesterday and there was no no reviews in March. All you guys, there's thousands of views, thousands of listens the whole month. Nobody could write one. Somebody write me a five-star review over on the Apple podcast. That would be awesome. I'd really appreciate that. If you don't want to do that and you're listening to this on on YouTube, give me a thumbs up or a subscribe. That feels good too. Those always always, uh, keep the motivation going. But at the end of the day, you got to do you, right? So, and uh, here we go. We find ourselves, me sitting here drinking this, IPA, and um, I was just wondering, what is the barrier of entry? I'm actually making the sentence up as I go. What is what is the one thing? No, actually, let me take a whole step back. I have this bike that I bought, and um, I haven't ridden it. I've had it brand new in my garage for it's been at least two months two months i put this thing together and i hung it up on the wall and i haven't ridden it because i want to film me riding it for the first time and i was thinking about making a video about it and taking a picture of it and the thumbnail being a complete waste of money because obviously I have this bike and I haven't ridden it. So um, that probably wasn't a good spend. And there was another thing that I was thinking about. So this is where it ties into the, to what I was talking about a minute ago. Um, I was thinking about just giving it away on Patreon and like doing a thing where it was like, I want to get to a thousand people on Patreon. And if, I get to a thousand people on Patreon. I give the I give the bike away to somebody on Patreon. So you'd have a one in a thousand shot. Do you think that would be like? Would that motivate you if you were like on the fence to to join my Patreon? Would that motivate you for a buck a day? Hell yeah! Or not a buck, a buck a, month? Day, a, buck a month? Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think I might do it. I would. I think that'd be a good idea. Sorry, I, I it was like a full Austin Powers moment where it's just like. 
Oh, it wouldn't stop. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, dude, like three and a half, three beers plus the whiskey. Like, yeah, I'm, I hadn't I'm, broken the seal. Yeah, no, it's all good, dude. I totally understand. I it just took me a minute to find my find figure out what I was going to talk about. So <laughs> then I remembered though that I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I've been thinking about like like the way that I started the the um the conversation at the beginning about you know i keep saying about quitting my job let's be yeah real. i'm not quitting my job anymore. no at least not the way it's going right now unless i just start on a sudden like i turn a corner and the algorithm like the youtube algorithms like you know what fuck it we're gonna give them the pass and they just start throwing me out there and all of a sudden it's like views on views on views that that if that happened, then maybe yeah, maybe I could quit my job. But realistically, if we look at 2017 to 2022 growth, I'd be able to quit my job somewhere about 50 or 60 years after I I'm, I die. <laughs> <laughs> so like, <laughs> um, let let's be honest. So at this point, what I really need to do is it's so a the van. Well, it was making me think. I was like, I need to change my marketing campaign. And my marketing campaign needs to be more realistic with what I'm actually looking for. Is like, what what it really comes down to is what I said at the beginning. Is if I could have enough support on here to not be like incentivized by some money from sponsors, then that makes me feel like that i would i would enjoy that more you yeah. know what i mean because at the end of the day like the reason that you're looking for sponsors is because you feel like i mean your time your money your your time is worth money right yeah yeah and, and the 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 give is hey i gave up all this time for free let's just say to like with the idea that someday that that time would be worth more money you know what i mean yeah definitely so um and I think that's really like, at least for me, it, it, it would be like, okay, well, you know, sponsor X wants to give you whatever it is. Let's just say it started at a thousand dollars. Maybe someday it's $10,000. Maybe someday it's $50,000. Right. Um, shit. Joe Rogan, when they're hitting him up, it's freaking million dollars. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so, um, but, but as it is like that, the thing that I would rather do is be sponsored by the people that listen to me and then I can just do whatever I want. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So then if, if I'm like, Hey, I want to ride a Santa Cruz Bronson and that's what I want to talk about. Then I can go out and buy it. And I don't even have to care whether or not Santa Cruz Bronson or Santa Cruz gives me the bike. Right. Yeah. And if, if I buy the bike and I feel like it like it rides like shit, then I can tell everybody it rides like shit and two weeks later sell it and buy a different one. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And whereas yeah. like if you, you, you sign a deal with company X, well, first of all, you're going to ride their bike for a year. Right. And even if you don't like it, you're not, you're, you're going to be as honest as you can, but you're not going to go out there and just be like, it sucks. Get on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, uh, that's not going to be good for you or for like any other brand in the future that you want to work with. Yeah. You, you know, so um, I'd rather be, I'd rather be sponsored by the people. So, Definitely. Yeah. All right. So hey, talk to me about, go ahead. Did you, uh, I, I, I took your advice. Mm -hmm. I went and I left you a five-star review on iTunes. 
You did? Like a few days ago, yeah. Oh, I must not have seen that one then because the other day – hang on. The other day – oh, man, I figures you asked me that right when I wanted to get a freaking <laughs> Well, hey, while he's doing that, guys, yeah, make sure it, you I go on, leave him a five-star <laughs> review on iTunes or whatever podcast you did this while you were gone. To. We did this while you were gone. <laughs> um, that's funny because I looked the other day. It was like the end of March, and I yeah. so you must not have done it in March. No, I probably did like a couple days ago or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I looked at the end of the March because I, I was thinking to myself on that last podcast that I did, I was asking people, come on, be somebody, let me get one. Cause <laughs> like, and um, and there was nobody in March. So well, now like, you're the first one in April. Like I told you, I was like, I was literally sitting at a stoplight and it was your last episode and you're talking to, to Fife and you're like, you know, I don't think I've ever had MTV Red Dad on. And like right at that exact moment, I hear like tires screeching and I look over and I'm like, and then I actually see like a car just smash into the rear end of another car. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> like that really just happened. I was like, oh, I got to rewind what I just heard from Robert. Like I missed half the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That noise that the cars make whenever they hit each other is like indistinguishable you know oh, what I mean? yeah or, like you hear that noise from a mile away you're like oh somebody just hit somebody yeah and i'm just <laughs> like i'm sitting at the stoplight on my bicycle and i'm like that's coming from that direction right that's not coming from behind me yeah 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 that'll, that'll freak you out <laughs> yeah so um there was a question i asked you or we were gonna you were gonna tell me something right before you decided you had to leave and go to the bathroom i don't remember sorry what man i was it was it was one of those urgent moments yeah yeah. You know, it just all depends. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think you were talking about the, the channels that you like to watch. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, we were talking about the Linus or the something like the that. The Linus Tech Tips. Yeah. I, I love watching their stuff. Um, I watched a little bit of Peter McKinnon. You know, I like I, him. There's a, there is a channel I watch. It's called Free Documentary. Uh-huh. And that's pretty cool. They post like just, just documentaries. And uh-huh. It's like a like something you normally watch on like Discovery Channel, where it's like, you know, like this is the largest cargo plane and like how it ships stuff. So I, I love watching that kind of stuff. I love the educational stuff. Did you? I love watching. I signed up for MasterClass. I love watching that also. Oh really? What MasterClasses have you done? dude like i've just gone through everything like i've done the gordon ramsay stuff uh the aaron oh, franklin really? the barbecue stuff i really wanted to watch that one um they seem really interesting there was a couple like so do you do it by is it just one subscription you can watch whichever ones you want oh yeah you can watch everything uh, how so, much so, is it? i think it was like a 180 for the year i i, I almost did that uh it was like I don't know. They had some kind of promotion going where, where yeah, every where, every Christmas they do it. It was like you pay for one person, you get two people or something like that. Yeah. And I was going to do it for me and the lady because she's she's a big cook, so she would really enjoy watching some of those the the cooks. Hey, so I still have guest passes. <laughs> After this, send me your email in Slack, and I'll send you a guest pass. So you can watch wherever you want. How long does the guest pass last? Uh, fourteen days. Oh man, see, I feel like I'll be committed. That's it's, like me signing away two weeks of my life. It, it's cool. Like I've I've watched the, oh God damn it! What the hell's his name? Uh, I can I forget. I can curse on here. Um, Ron Howard. 
Uh-huh. Ron Howard's was good. Uh, I just finished Lewis Hamilton's. Huh. Like, so literally, like, I work kind of like IT as well, where I basically sit at a desk behind a computer all day. Uh-huh. I typically don't have to interact with customers. So I'll just have my, my tablet in front, and I'll just uh-huh. be watch, watching, listening, yeah, and just working. So I'll my be able lady. to watch and go, like, binge through everything. Yeah, my lady does that with Rogan and some other stuff that she listens I've to. I've never watched that. You don't listen to Rogan? No, I've never done it. Like, honestly, I, whenever I, somebody f- first talked about to me about him, I really kind of blew it off because in my head I was like, oh, it's that freaking muscle guy, dude. He's like the, you know, fear factor. The, the fear factor dude that's like always, he's like one of those bros. He's the UFC kind of thing. Or, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. Like in my head, it just, I, I, I never even really realized that he was a comedian. No, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, which, by the way, his stand-up is probably one of my favorite. Like, he's top five of my favorite stand-up comedians. Real quick, do you remember? You, you're old enough. You probably remember. Do you remember Steve Jessup, the, the lawnmower guy who always got pulled over, like, driving his lawnmower and you get pulled over? That sounds the, familiar. Yeah, it sounds familiar. So, my uh, in our accounting office, our lady, her husband is a professional comedian, and he's best friends with that dude. Oh, right on. So I shot their wedding. Uh huh. So like I showed up to this, I shot this wedding with nothing but comedians. Oh, that's cool. Dude, it was, it was so fun. And they yeah. were all like Southern hospitality. It was like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, man. <laughs> so back to Rogan. Yeah. Like, I don't remember somebody somehow, some way I was going on a road trip. I felt like this was a good idea. I was going to give it a shot. And he had some guest on that I actually just wanted to hear. And um, he's really good, dude. Yeah. It's like, it's it's just a, there's certain, like pick, go in there and just look for somebody that you're actually interested in. Yeah. And it's super fun. Oh, yeah. It was just like, I mean, essentially, the biker bar is 100% rip off of Rogan. <laughs> like, Yo, you're borrowing. Yeah, no, I took it. I took like listening to the way that he has his conversation. It, it to me, it was like that's what I want to listen to, but about bikes, you yeah. know, or about these people that are in this industry or or whatever. And um, because he, he does the same thing as what I do, or I do the same thing as him. It, it's really just a laid back conversation. Sometimes they're talking about their kids, sometimes they're talking about you know, physics, sometimes they're talking about whatever. But man, there's been some some episodes that were just super eye opening. There's this really? lady that he talked to that was North Korean, talking about how she got out of North Korea and like what her process of like her life was and like how things are over there compared to the way that their media is allowed to say. Yeah. And, Dude, it was freaking crazy. But then on the other hand, he has somebody on like Burt Kreischer, dude. I'm just laughing my ass off the whole time. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so like you can like personally with me, it, it's people either that I'm interested in or um, I like the ones when he has other comedians on because they just kind of like they feed off each like, other. Yeah. And when it's not even like they're just being funny, it's kind of like you get that like that insider kind of look at like stand up and like 
how things went down. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like two YouTubers talking to each other. Exactly. Exactly like that. So, yeah, super fun. Right on, man. Yeah. Dude, freaking A. Paul Punter's going to be pissed. You might be longer. Well, we should I, actually, I was thinking, like, like, what's the longest one you have? Because I know Paul wanted to have the longest one. I'd yeah, love to steal it from Paul because I had Paul on my podcast. And... Paul's always trying to be the longest podcast. I don't even know how long it is. Somebody, there's like a couple of people left in chat right now. Maybe somebody on chat tell us how long Paul's is. We'll keep talking until then. Yeah. I think his was like 2.30. I think you're right. We, we go to like 2.35 then. Fuck All right. <laughs> Dude, I'm, my kids are asleep. I, I'm not sure what the wife's doing. Yeah, at this point, we still got more beer in the beer fridge. Until we run out of beer in the beer fridge, we're. Screwed. I've got plenty of beer and I got plenty of whiskey, but yeah. I've I, I paused that for the moment. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the breaks, huh? This is the most I'm drinking in a while. Yeah, unless yeah. I'm camping. Yeah, I definitely um, can't say that. <laughs> I mean, let's see, IPA, right? IPA. IPA. This was this was whiskey. Oh man! Yeah, dude, you're putting it down. This is that, that, that's the thing. That's the new. That's the other thing. I was like, what's what's this? Maybe I maybe I need a shtick like a like eat hot wings kind of shtick. You think? <laughs> I mean, you listen to my podcast all the time. What, what do you enjoy about it? I I just love hearing you talk with people. I mean, yeah. I think that's one of the greatest things. And also like the insider information too, like yeah. being able to hear how other channels and how other people are, are doing things is awesome. I mean, it really yeah. is. Yeah. 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 I was wondering if, if, do you think that it would be a stretch if I started talking about like having like non bike people on the biker bar? Uh, give me an example. I don't know. I don't have a clue. Like, but I, I feel like, I feel like I might be able to get away with it. I like, think it, as long as it's interesting, I think you're fine. Like, cause that's what, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like people, I feel like people listen to this show. Like originally they might've first subscribed because of some bike reason. Right. Yeah. But ultimately then they're like, Oh man, I like listening to these conversations. I like how they go. I like hearing about this shit. Like there's one of the, one of the reviews on, on Apple, the guy was saying, I'm really blown away that the guests that he has on that I feel like I'm not going to like the most are actually the ones that I actually, uh, that I like the most. Yeah. He was, he was like, and I think he referred to the, um, uh, what's the name? The scratch labs guy. He's yeah. Like, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a really good one. <laughs> yeah. You know? And let me tell you that guy didn't think that he could, when I told him that we were going to talk for two hours, he thought I was high. Like, Dude, I, I mean, I honestly like I came in like I, I do my own podcast. Like my buddy Luis, who I do it with, was like, hey, we need to do a podcast. We're slacking. And I'm like, I know we're slacking, but like I haven't had time. And it's just like I came you like you hit me up this morning like, hey, let's do one. And I was like, let's do it. And I was like, shit, it's been a minute since I've done a podcast. Are we going to be able to make it two hours? Yeah. No, <laughs> like, nah, we got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super easy. It's. At least I don't know. For for me, it's just a couple of people having a good conversation, you know. Yeah. And how many times have you had friends over and you you they come over at six o'clock and you guys talk until midnight? Yeah, and then you, you know, piss off the wife. <laughs> yeah. But you you know what I'm saying? Even even if it's it's with the wife and everybody, you know. Yeah, you know, definitely. Like, 
like that it, it's really not that hard to have a two-hour conversation no, I'll, I'll, I'll 100% say I know why Rogan goes for three hours because oh yeah uh, most people that I talk to it takes an hour until we actually kind of settle into a good conversation yeah and they gotta loosen up a little bit yeah it takes a little bit of time especially like people who don't know me at all yeah. right but some of these people some of these people may have met me at Sea Otter or Sedona or some event, you know, so they at least have met me for 10 minutes to, yeah. to kind of know. But some of these people, I just sent an email to, you know what I mean? So <laughs> they, they've never even seen my face. They've never heard of my podcast. They have no clue what they're about to get into. And I'm telling them, this is going to be an hour to two hours. Yeah. That's a big freaking commitment. You know it what I is. mean? So I, I can totally understand why a lot of people are, they're nervous ahead of time. You know, that reminds me, I, I, I have to bring up, like, I have an amazing wife who let me do this and who took care of my kids while I was able to do this. Yeah, no, I appreciate her. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, makes you say that. I was like, I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, no. And, it, and it's true, though. It, it really is true. I mean, honestly, you, you wouldn't be able to do the channel the way that you do yeah. without the support that you have. You know, Same thing with my lady. Like, honestly, she's she's watched the kids when I'm on rides or, you know, doing whatever, taking them places that they need to be. Or she's, you know, cooking dinner while I'm out freaking filming or yeah. all kinds of stuff. She, she definitely supports me in a million ways that I'm not freaking bringing to words right now. But, dude, there was... Um... I had December 23rd, I had went out and filmed a night ride to do a review of a light and I got back and all the footage was lost. I saw that today. And I had to give the bike back like the 26th or something like that. And I was just like, so you went back out on Christmas Eve. I I watched that video today. I'm like, can I, can I, I'm like, I don't know what to do. She's like, just go back out. I was like, are you sure it's Christmas Eve? She's like, yeah. just go for it. I was like, okay. So I called up my buddy, Brian. I'm like, Hey, do you want to go for a ride? I need to film. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Right on. And it's like, fine. It's like, it's just like during the weight loss, everything like that. Like we went and I was riding that short travel bike and he's just like, dude, you're hammering. You're going crazy. Like he's a super fit dude. Yeah. And like, we get to like midway to the, to the climb and I stop and he's just like, <gasps> I'm like, you good. He's like, yeah, I'm good. But like, dude, you're freaking hauling ass. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you night ride a lot. Uh, I try to, I don't do it as much as I used to, but I, I do love night rides. I do too. It's, it's, I, it's great. The first year that I, I found night riding it, it was, all I could do. And uh, now I don't do it as much because my kids are out of the house and, you know, I don't have that time restraint as much. And the way that my job is, I can kind of throw rides in here and there. And so it's easier for me to, to, to get daylight rides in, you know? Yeah. But every time I go on a night ride, it just reminds me of how much I like, I really enjoy night rides. It is awesome. It, it has that adventure and it has that kind of exploration feeling yeah. that we were talking about earlier. And it, 
as long as you have good lights though you have to have good lights oh yeah and I've, I've been lucky enough to have had opportunities to to work with like light and motion um yeah. they they're a dealer at my work they they took a chance and they sent me a bunch of lights to do reviews on yeah. which led to me working with magic shine and they sent me lights to work on like dude like eight thousand lumens for a bike light is ridiculous <laughs> fucking insane and i love it like that's yeah. actually been my like go-to like road bike light because it uh -huh. flashes so damn bright oh i can imagine like it's like daylight still and i can see like a quarter mile away all the street signs that have the reflective coating on it right right like right. flashing as i'm coming up it's right. like, oh, you motherfuckers are definitely going to see me coming. <laughs> like, there's no reason for me to get hit because it's, right. like, so damn bright. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You're probably going to get hit because it's so damn bright. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like, a point of, like, negative return. You're yeah. there. <laughs> like, as far as the rear goes, I run the Garmin radar light so I uh -huh. can see, like, people coming behind me. Like, that's really important to me. Like, uh -huh. I want to know when people are coming up on me. So what does it do? How does that work? So like I have the Garmin head unit and it's a Garmin light. So it's got radar built in. Uh-huh. And like say you are like you're on the road by yourself and there's nobody behind you. And uh -huh. then someone starts to come up behind you. It'll actually beep at you to say, hey, there's someone coming. So just and beep it, on the, on and the, it'll the tell you the unit. distance of how close they are. Uh, and depending on how fast they're going, it'll be a different color. So if it's red, like they're hauling ass and they're catching on you quick. Yeah, yeah. But it's it, it's super cool because I, I know like I know when people are coming behind me and it, it just gives you a little bit more awareness. Yeah. Today, um, that reminds me because first of all, I I started doing the 90 second reviews just so I could do something super easy and fast. I love that, dude. Keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I, and even though they they don't get the 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 shit ton of views, but they're fun to do. I'm gonna keep doing them until I run out of shit in my garage. That's right? your evergreen content. That'll always just yeah. keep going. Yeah, eventually I'm gonna run out of shit in my garage. So I need more Patreon people to help me buy more stuff for in or my garage. People to send you shit. Yeah, something like that. So <laughs> um, now oh, so I had Garmin on and yeah, on that was a great bar. one. Yeah, and. uh they were after the fact they were like hey man anything you want we'll send it to you and um i just don't have anything that i want because pretty much bought everything from them i already wanted so uh but as you were talking i was thinking oh that would be fun and but while we were talking to me i was like man i'd really want to show that and this is the the conundrum with the the 90 second reviews is that i didn't want to get into showing other things and making the edit more difficult. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And uh, today uh, is the first one that I edited and I put something else in it. You know what I mean? That's remember I was talking about that, that two picture thing. Yeah. And it was the first time where I just wasn't happy with what I was talking about on the screen. And I wanted to show this product. Is that the one you put on Patreon? Uh, no. The one that okay. I'm talking about, I was talking about... Where are they at? They're not sitting here right now. I was saying, uh, if it was the one on Patreon, that means that like you could go see that video early and you should go yeah. check out his Patreon. 
Yeah, I don't remember what is what's the one on Patreon right now. Uh, like a multi tool, oh, Crank Brothers. Yeah, the the multi tool that's sold out everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that you have to get on back order. I hate when I film those and then you go look online and there's nothing. Oh, there. hey, I have a tip for you, real quick. Huh. So what I do in that instance is I'll just do the um the Amazon affiliate mm-hmm. as the search results. Oh yeah. I meant to tell that. you that. Yeah, I still want to just get people to the product. So I'm like, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. Whatever. I think with that one, that that tool that we're talking about, I actually just linked to the Google search. Because there was a bunch of bike shops out there that had it. So instead of trying to put a link to each and every one of those, I just I did the Google search and then bitly linked the Google search. But yep. What I was talking about, though, the product that I was talking about is I, I did a 90-second review on the power saddles, the, the specialized power saddles. Nice. And the one that I was holding was like the expert one that has the full cutout. But the one I was talking about is the Mimic one that I have. I love, dude, I love the Mimic. Right. I so, love that saddle. So as I was trying to explain it, like I'm not holding the Mimic. So I'm trying to explain what the Mimic looks like. Yeah. And, and as I was editing it, I was like, this, I should just put a picture of it up. And so I had a picture of it because I had used it. Like, that's actually my thumbnail. And um, uh, here we are, you know. So I took the leap. I made the 90 second review more complicated. So let's see if it just goes down a rabbit hole from here or if I can keep it under bay. What did you yeah. pick up there? Speaking of complicated, how often do you buy something and you're like, man, I can't install that until I do a video on it? Yeah, that sucks. I, I picked up the one up uh, mini EDC tool. Oh, that's rad. And I was like, fuck, I can't install this until I do a video on it. Yeah. And like, installing I, and, and filming makes it take like so that, longer. Yeah. To install that thing tomorrow would take you 10 minutes. Yeah, but to do it and record, it's gonna take you like two hours. So like, I have the the one up pump. Yeah, I have. And I did a video on that, and it that video did really well. And now that I've had that thing for so long, dude, I think in the entire time I've had that damn pump, I've never freaking used the pump. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So do like, I in the pump. You don't have yeah, the tool in the pump. Okay. I have the tool in the pump. I've used the tool, but I've never used the pump. I have used that tool and that pump a million times more than I thought I was going to. So I am super lucky. Like I live in a really rocky, chunky, cactus-filled area, but yet I've gotten like one flat out here. I can tell you that when we are all stopped, even my friends that have a pump, (laughs) even my friends that have a pump want to use my pump because that pump is like. That's good. It's super high volume. It for is. as small as it is, it pushes some air. So even like one of my friends will be using his and, I, and I'll just get irritated and tell him, look, use mine because this is going to be way faster. <laughs> I actually, I have one complaint about that pump. What's that? So I bought this, I bought that road bike, that e-bike and it had Schrader valves on it. Mm. And I took my son to school and as like, as we're, I ride my son to school every day. Uh-huh. So like I don't have to deal with dropping him off like in right. the parking lot and stuff. Like I can just ride him to school. It's super fast. Uh-huh. And I get there and I'm like, oh shit, that rear tire's flat. Like I can right. 
feel it's going flat. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. So like I, I drop them off and I like, I start to head back and I, I go like, you know, let me pump it up real quick. And I like, I go to start pumping. And I was like, this thing's fucking Presta only. Oh, <laughs> like, I've been having this thing on my bike this entire time that it's not even going to work for me. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> like, fuck. It, it I, I wrote it. Apart and sh- there's no like, no, it's only Presta. It and flip it over or anything. Nope. That makes sense, though. I mean, honestly, yeah. What mountain biker has straighter tires and will spend 150 bucks on a on a pump and a tool? <laughs> yeah, and I'm just you like, know? I literally rode it like flat halfway yeah. home, like on the rim, and I was just like, okay, I guess I'll walk it now. But I'm just like, damn it! Like I didn't even have a gup on me. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> the um the downside to the 90 second review is sometimes I'll use something for a little longer. And then um, I'm thinking to myself, I wish I would have said that. Yeah. And I don't remember if I said this about that pump or not, but um, whenever you, the tool on there, when you push it, I guess this would go for any of the EDC tools. So this will be the same complaint. The way that they're made when you use the tool it tightens the allen bolt that holds the tool together and at some times it'll make it so tight that you can't actually open it to use it and you'll need somebody else's tool to loosen the bolt so that you can actually use the tool have you had that happen to you uh, maybe not so much like that, but I have had issues where like trying to get the tools out of the pump, like that O-ring just gets stuck. Yeah. And like actually, just trying to get that out is like impossible. Yeah. I had that a few weeks ago, actually, for the first time. I was standing <laughs> on the side of the trail for at least 15 minutes trying to get that fucking thing out <laughs> of the pump. So here's I, a trick. You have to like twist as you pull yeah no i did that yeah i don't know what happened i i still don't know exactly what happened but um basically i was about to do this like really shitty climb and i know i noticed that my seat had you know how over time it it kind of it'll it'll sag started right so you every once in a while you have to lift it back up pnw droppers are awesome because they wrote their name down the back of the entire dropper. So it's PNW component. So you know what letter. So for me, it's the O and component. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's how I know that O has to be showing or my, my seat's dropped a little bit, you know? Yeah. So I was riding and I, I was typical me. I'll do like three or four rides before I actually fucking fix something. Yeah. So, so, uh, so finally I'm on the fourth ride and I'm about to do this really shitty climb. And, and I'm like, this has to be fixed right now. There is no way I'm doing this climb with my seat a half inch too short. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, so I took the pump out and I like unscrewed the top cap off of the whole pump, was trying to like yank it out. And use <laughs> How's that it go, Robert? Like, like, like this? Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, for those of you guys watching, it's very fucking inappropriate. 
and uh, like using it almost like a like a like a what do you, isn't there a tool? It's like a slide freaking hammer or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. I was using the pump like a slide hammer to try to knock that fucking tool out. I was doing the, the twist. The twist is definitely the secret. Like normally you twist it, it pops right out. You're like, yeah. oh, there you go. I don't know. I think what happened was just so much dirt from Sedona or yeah. wherever got inside of there and it just instead of like being gritty and, and pulling out it just turned into fucking like jv weld stuff <laughs> <laughs> and uh it, it was one of those moments where in my head i had that conversation of you know what i should just just go on with my life right now and and deal with the climb yeah. But instead, no, I am standing here. I don't care if the sun sets. I'm getting this damn pump out. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this is going to happen. So. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so, so like go. we did, uh, I'm doing the upgrade series on my wife's bike. And uh-huh. like a long time ago, like I had bought her a suspension uh, dropper post for her bike. Uh-huh. I fucking hate that thing. I just oh, want to really? just like, I have a new PNW post to go into it. Uh-huh. And I've like held off on like upgrading it for the for probably like a certain part of the series, because like you'll be right. Like I'm not a super heavy dude, but like mm-hmm. you sit on it and it drops like 50 millimeters. Oh, that's horrible. And like so, when you like need to be in that like right pedaling s- spot, right. you're you're like pedaling a damn BMX bike. Yeah, it's horrible. And it's like I, I can't wait to upgrade this thing. And when I take it out, I think I'm gonna go office space on it. That would be fun. That'd <laughs> be a good reel. You need to you need to do that Instagram reel. Yeah. Just don't do it when you're hammered, because apparently <laughs> you gotta learn how to do that shit when you're sober. <laughs> Are you go like Evan MTV saga where he just like destroyed his bike? Did he? Dude, like there's a video where like he like every time he had a hateful comment, he would like take a sawzaw to his bike. Really? <laughs> yeah. I oh you know I God. haven't I haven't fully watched the video. I need to go watch it, but like I've seen parts of it and I've heard him talk about it. Oh, I have to go back. I have to go look for that. That's yeah. Awesome. I have this video idea for we have this bridge in Auburn. I think it's the tallest bridge in California. It's like 715 or something like that. Okay. Feet. It was in the triple X movie. They jumped the car off of it and like <laughs> Base jumped off the car as the car was falling, and um, it's it's an impressive amount of, of space between the bridge and the ground, right? Yeah. And for some reason, I want to throw a bike off that bridge so bad, <laughs> and, and I don't really know what the idea of the video is or what the premise is, but I just keep fantasizing about some like like kind of like a Mr. Beast moment. Yeah, you know, like the first company that's willing to send me a ten thousand dollar bike and what i'm gonna do is throw it off a fucking bridge (laughs) (laughs) like not not review it maybe i do review it maybe i review it and that's like part of it but realistically the shtick to getting people to watch the video is i'm chucking this thing off this fucking just like the title is just fuck this bike and you just see the bike going over the (laughs) cliff I, I feel like it's a golden video. That could be my one. I just yeah. need some company to send me a bike. Dude, like once you have that like video that goes kind of viral, like you talk, yeah. I, I was like, 
thinking like you always talk about like the YouTube dump truck money, and I'm like, right. I wonder what that is. And I'm, I'm over here going like, I have a video that's going viral in a sense. Yeah. yeah. And like, it. The only reason I did this whole upgrade series for my wife's bike was because of the money that came from that video. Yeah. And then even then, like last month, it was just like it gave you it gave me a glimpse of like what you could do with YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. just like I made how much last month on YouTube? Like, what am I gonna do with this? Like, I know what I can do with it, but like I want to reinvest it back in the channel. Yeah. But it's like, how do I do that sensibly? Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like one of these days, maybe it's one of those ones. I, see, this is my problem on my podcast. I tell everybody all my good ideas. <laughs> and then they probably go make them. And so, <laughs> I had a really good idea. I'm really good at coming up. I, I'm an idea guy. I feel like I'm an idea guy. And uh, I had a really good IT idea today. And um, I wanted, I, I feel like that one, if I actually put some effort into developing it, it might actually be a bang up freaking product. Yep. I have those at work too. There's a few products that I've thought of along the, the way that I thought would be really good, but probably were mediocre at best. Like one of my ideas, this is this this is way back when. So give me give me the benefit of the doubt for this. It might <laughs> still be good, but okay. Back in the day, everybody always used the camelback. Nobody, that was the only way you did it, right? Well, I mean, honestly, like that whole like type of pack is referred to as a camelback. Right, it's a Kleenex. Mm-hmm. They nailed it. That's marketing yeah. gold. So, so. Me personally, I would never put anything other than water in my bladder because of two reasons. One, it would be like it, it could mold in there super fast. Or two, next time you put water in there, it sort of tasted like whatever else you would have. Like I heard all these stories. Yeah, I didn't want to be part of that. Shit out of the bladder. Right, right, right. So I never wanted to be part of that. Always kept water in mine. And but I did like drinking. Gatorade or yep. um, some kind of electrolyte or something like that that would keep me from cramping while yeah. I was on on the trail. And so I thought of this like bladder that had two hoses and actually two separate bladders. So one <laughs> would be your your Gatorade bladder and then the other one and say that's like 25% of the space and then 75% of the space was water. And then your, your the little slip that like kind of turns it on and off. Yeah. It would be on to water one way off and then on to the other Gatorade the other way. And I was like, man, this is freaking golden, but I never invented it. And somewhere along the line, I saw it online. I was like, really? Some other, some other dude thought of that shit. But then I, when I looked at his website and his sales and stuff, I was like, apparently it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> I thought I was really on to something. But this one, this one today, I really feel like it's a good one. You, you going to share it or are you just going to keep it to yourself? You think I should share it? I probably should share it. I mean, no one. How many people are going to legitimately have the chance to make this? this that are watching or are going to watch it? Yeah. There's two two things. 
that is going to make me sure. One, what you just said. And two, the likelihood of me making this is really low. And so, so we'll go ahead and come up with three now. Three is if somebody actually makes this for me, that would be great because I would buy it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is the deal, man. Being a YouTuber, you have a bunch of, of um, footage and you want to back it up, right? Yeah. And if you're somewhat... IT savvy, when you want to back it up, you don't want to back it up to a single hard drive. You would like to have some RAID, right? Yeah. And any of the NASs that you can buy. So NAS, for people that don't know what that is, is network attached storage. storage. Basically a bunch of fucking hard drives in a box, right? Yeah. And when you buy those, they're fucking huge, right? And, and you're like, this is bullshit. I don't want to have this big ass fucking box with a fan and all this other blinky lights and the crap on it. I just want a couple of fucking hard drives that are rated together that's going to give me the amount of space that I want and be done with it, right? So I was thinking they have M.2 hard drives now. They're basically like for people that aren't IT, it's, it's super about fast SSD. It's a super fast SSD, but it's also super small. So it's like the size of a stick of gum. Or a but Hot Wheel. Get, yeah. Yeah. There you go. About the size of a Hot Wheel. So, and you could put like, if you build a board that had like, let's just say you put 10 of those fucking drives in there, you could get a substantial amount of space. Really, you only need like one fan, maybe two, if you wanted to really be like one fan on one side, sucking in and one fan on the other side, sucking, blowing out, like to like really pass to, air through. To, to suck and blow. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, <laughs> We're going to pass over that. And like a little, little, small, little microchip just to run raid. Like you don't even yeah. really need much to do raid raid. Like it, it's, it's not a Do fucking doesn't need much. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you need. It's just this enclosure and people buy fucking hard drives. And now you have a rated space that you feel comfortable about putting your, your data on. So as, as a tech nerd, I like that idea. You do. That I have a Synology drive that takes two, three and a half drives. Yeah, which isn't big, that big. It's not that big. But the whole drive is big. You think about if you had a little M.2. Like yes, but so the the problem with SSD is that they don't have the long term storage capability of a normal spinning hard drive. Yeah, but you're talking about using some shit over and over and over again. I'm talking about for backup, man. Yeah, I know, like long term de degradation. Though I don't think they hold as well as a proper spinning hard drive and then the do past... they hold longer than we're gonna give a fuck <laughs> i don't know i've <laughs> lost i've lost stuff on three and a half it sucks really yeah Just from I've... the drive fault like being like shitty or something yeah i had an eight terabyte go bad yeah i mean see and that's I... my problem i guess i've never had anything see but that's why it's rated it doesn't matter yeah, but that's the thing, though. You have to know it's rated in the right raid situation, not necessarily the faster raid. Yeah, but that's why one of the things you set the raid up so that that it it, it works. You know, that there's a little little red blinky light on there that turns red if that drive dies, and that just tells you, oh, I need to slide one out, slide one back in. Okay. Boom. For the right. record, technology. When you have a drive fail, it is the most annoying fucking thing in the world. <laughs> Because it's like, not only does it blink at you, but it's like, beep, 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 beep. And it doesn't shut the fuck up until you fix it. Oh, or log in and tell it to turn off. 
All right, we're going to get off the techie stuff. I just read one of the comments. I broke my own rule. Wait a minute. I'm the host. I'm allowed to do that. And Wait, uh, what, what comment? I don't see anything. Slushy, slushy said, take the bike out of the box. No, yeah, that, that's from uh, when we were talking about your uh, yeah. your idea. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. He's building on it. Because tell me that wouldn't be great. Oh. Like, like here's my viral video, man. I just got this bike from Santa Cruz. I've been waiting my entire YouTube career to have a freaking bike from Santa Cruz to be sponsored. And I just take it right out of the box and chuck that fucker right over the bridge. <laughs> you oh. can do it with a Walmart bike, even. No, but that's no fun. It has to be worth a lot, man. That's the thing. It's yeah. just like throwing money right over the, like just throwing it away, <laughs> you know? But yeah. this is the kicker, dude. If I could do it and it actually fell in the river and didn't ruin the bike and you could ride the bike after that, oh my God, that would be fucking gold. Well, let's, let's go a little nerdy here. You okay. have to imagine like what the terminal velocity of the bike's going to be. Oh, you're trying to do math. I'm not doing math. I'm not doing the math. I'm just saying, I'm just hypothetical shit here. I'm not right? that smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I oh, just it's know, pretty easy to figure out. It's I not just know the basics. So, like, yeah. let's just say once it hits the water, like, realistically, how much damage is it going to do? Yeah. Could you still ride it? Yeah. I was thinking to myself, I wonder if I, like, upped it a little bit and made it, like, I'm trying to invent this little bike parachute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's part of the shtick is like throwing the bike, like having a bike parachute. So in case you fucking wipe out and you jump, you fall off a cliff, like you're doing the white line and you need a little bike parachute. Like this will save your bike. It might not save you, but it'll save your bike because the Sorry. bike is what matters. Sure. You, you said this and it made me think about what an article I saw on Petapixel this morning. So like I work in the camera store. So like we look at all the camera stuff. Small rig, which I'm sure you're aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Came out with a airbag system for a camera oh nice so if it falls it has a, an accelerometer in it it'll deploy the airbags and save the camera get out of town. <laughs> serious oh dude tell me how many youtubers aren't going out there to test that right now <clears throat> i bet you seth is the first person that ordered it yeah i bet how oh that almost sounds like a fun video the run the jewels should do it yeah i actually told ryan i'd help him with that yeah I told him, like, dude, I'll send you cameras, and you can just review them and just plug us. Oh, no, I was thinking you would just send him cameras for him to drop in the airbag system. Well, no, I mean, he wants it. He wants he wants <laughs> likes and stuff. Like, no. <laughs> I need that shit back. <laughs> so you're putting the demo number 16 on your stuff, too, apparently. <laughs> All right, man. I think we got we well, got We, Paul, we obliterated Paul. Paul. We're at 253 though. We got to go solid three then. That's we're fine. Fucking, dude, I, I'm good, dude. Like I'm, I'm just having a blast. We're gonna Joe Rogan this thing. I Fuck mean, Paul, program. the last episode 99 with Paul was two hours 33. Oh yeah, we we just buried him. So Paul, I beat you. That was yeah, my goal tonight too. Secretly, this is the downside. The downside <laughs> is next time Paul's on, he will be freaking expertly focused on beating your time. So hopefully he doesn't listen to this one. Hopefully not, but he should because he should be listening to everything that Robert puts out. Dude, you have your mic dialed now. It only took Is it? three hours. <laughs> I, I look back at my own podcast. And I'm like, fuck, my mic is peaking. Why didn't anybody say anything? 
Because like I've got a board. I've got the the Zoom PodTrack P8 board, like kind of like the Rode one. So I can see where my levels are at. Really? And I've always been fine. That's the one thing I don't like about StreamYard. I can't see the levels on here. Yeah. But I hey, wish do- that, like that's my my I've actually reached out to them before. I should do it again. Do it. And tell them. They they at one point they were like asking, you know, hey, okay, what kind of features do you want? I want to see not only my levels, but I want to see your levels. Because so, what happens is is my guest will get on and I will change my computer settings to make yeah. you sound good, but I'll find out on the podcast that they could barely hear you. Yeah. You know? So I don't know if you if you watch many of them live, but if you watch them live, a lot of times at the very beginning, I, I always ask, hey, how's the audio? Just on that, like I'll type it. And uh, I'll watch and see what people say because um, I've had it too many times where my first, oh man, I feel, this is one of those things when you look back at how you started and you're you're just irritated, right? Yeah. And a, my first probably, I don't even know what it was. Let's just say a hundred podcasts before I bought this road mic. I, I had this other mic that I, I was just trying to make it work. It was a cheap mic and I should have just accepted that it wasn't working. Yeah. But Every week I would be like, oh, I made this change or oh, I bought this windscreen or oh, I, I'm going to put it over here or, or I'm going to change these levels. And every week the fucking audio would be like shit. And um, it basically just took me actually buying a good mic to, to fix the problem. Yeah. But when I go back and I listen to that, A, that irritates me. And then B is the other thing I was just talking about is sometimes like the people get on and with this road, the way that the the adjustments are on the side of it. Yeah. I'm sure if I took 10 minutes and watched a YouTube, it would video, it would make sense to me. But every time I've done it, I'm like, oh yeah, it makes sense. And then I fucking forget what it was. Because <laughs> what ends up happening is if I'm wearing headphones, it'll turn the gain up to my headphones. Yeah. It'll make you sound really good, but it won't be actually what's sending, you yeah. know? So I try not to mess with that stuff too much. I don't know. So anyways. So when you do your podcast, do you do it live? Like like we do Yeah, we do it live just like this. We we kind of kind of borrowed from you a little bit. I don't yeah. feel like there's anything like Brian used to always say that, you know, hey, if you think you can do this, do it. And it's a good time. I don't feel like earlier when you were saying about, oh, I might use the short format. Like, right on, do it. Let's make it this let's make this shit catch on. You know, like to me, I um it's not even like it's flattery kind of thing to me. Yeah. I just feel like that. I, I can't patent a fucking idea. No. You know what I mean? It's and all been done before. It's better than me. Write the fuck on. Yeah. And that's my bad for not doing it better. You know? So, hey, real quick, you, you've talked about in the past doing clips of like from the show. Uh huh. I've started, we, we, I finally decided to bring the, our, our podcast to a different channel and make mm-hmm. it its own channel. Yeah, but like, instead of uploading clips as just like a straight clip from just that you're downloading from the the stream, uh-huh. turning it into a short, I feel like Ooh. doing that you're gonna just get way more people. Oh, that's interesting. That's what I've started to do. Is and it I've, uh, I've only done like three, and it just like started doing it like a few days ago. So we'll see. Hmm. But I'm sh- it, the views. I'm the views are definitely up. Yeah, I think you're definitely going to get a broader audience that way. A hundred percent. When I was doing clips, it was working really well. 
I mean, um, the one the one I listed was Shane talking about how he had to take a shit so bad that he he pulled over to a Wendy's uh, Wendy's and just released his bowels next to a dumpster. Oh wow! <laughs> he's 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 a, he's a, he's a no shame no shame bathroom user. So. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Shane's a cracker. <laughs> Every awesome. time I talk to him, I have a good time. Yeah, um, what was I going to say? Now you, you you talk about poop, and all of a sudden I can't think great anymore. <laughs> we were talking about oh, how, the uh, doing the shorts. So, no, the clips, the clips, they work really, really well. Yeah. And honestly, I would probably do them more, but this is what I need to do. I need to just accept that I don't care what the thumbnail looks like. Yeah, and just do like what what Rogan does, where it's it's just the background of us talking and maybe a title that's written on it, and that's it. Yeah, because what would happen what would be is it's real easy to go find the clips. Yeah, and I could do that in a few minutes, but what it, would it end up happening is I'd end up spending an hour on each freaking thumbnail. <laughs> and, and so now yeah. I'm five hours into thumbnails for five clips instead of like it being something really quick. And I think if I did something really quick, then I would actually do them. That's why the, I said shorts because you don't have yeah. to worry about thumbnail. Yeah, that is nice. But then it's like in the wrong format. Like, you well, know, what I mean? the, the I mean, ratio of it. Yes and no. I think you're, if you look at uh, Peter McKinnon, the way he does his shorts. I haven't watched this actually. I've only I only watch him on YouTube, like uh, um, like his regular videos. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like you click on it, he has the full blown thumbnail, but he's still just doing a quick short on it. Uh huh. I don't think hmm. you have to have a thumbnail for it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying I haven't watched any of his shorts. Ah, okay. I've only watched his regular videos. All right, man. We hit three hours. Woo! Let's fucking call this shit. <laughs> Well, we've already done all the normal end of the show stuff, so at this point, it fucking is what it is, right? Yeah, hey, uh, I'll, I'll just knock it out quick. Go go support Robert on Patreon. Go leave him a five-star iTunes review. If you didn't like it, hit the dislike button twice. And uh, it only takes one thing to be a biker. Be one. Man, you fucked it up. All. You had I know, it. I fucked it up. Damn it all. Nobody... I wanted to end it like that one time, and I was like, this it is only the... takes, wait. It only takes one thing to be a biker. Be one. No. Right? No. Fuck. I don't understand how everybody fucks this one up, man. <laughs> so many people have tried to do my outro, and it's literally on every video that I've made. I know, and I've watched damn near every one of your podcasts. It's on every one of my, even my biker videos, too. On, I bet you haven't put one of those out in a while, right? I don't even, there we it's on the end of every biker short that's 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 on patreon that you apparently watched today (laughs) i've watched it yet oh i don't want to hear it anyways for all of you out there that want to know what the hell he's talking about it only takes a bike to be a biker get out and be one